Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Excuse me, Mrs. Briggs? Yes, Nanette? Are you waiting to receive my limp podcast? But hear me out, all right? We, we always do, so no change. You kill the Batman. Speedrunning seances. You're going to have to elaborate. How good of a spectator sport that would be. You're going to have to elaborate. You're like, what do you mean? Like, so like, you see it, like, especially when you got like esports are now becoming like a thing. Speedrunning is its own little competitive community within like esports at the same time. Like, what if we turn, I, I want to say everyday Monday activities, but what if we turn like the odd activity into a speed run? So like catching possums, seances, magic tricks, that kind of shit. What if there was competitive speed running for that stuff? Okay, how do you competitively speed run catching a possum? Let's, let's, what let's do you unpack mean? that. That seems, pretty, that seems pretty straightforward. You, uh. You catch the possum in the quickest time. Yeah, okay, yeah, so you, define you, catch. Does the possum have to be alive? Yes. Okay, yeah, so that's rule one. The possum would, has yeah, to be well, alive. You're not you killing the possum, you're capturing it. Yeah, except so seances. Would, so seances won't be a controlled environment. But then, like, if you think you about it... You have to have a controlled environment for speedruns. No, you don't. You just have to have an environment. A controlled environment is what we call... A hundred percent, in which there has to be a certain criteria that needs to be filled. Hundred percent, and then you have any percent. So, like, for example, a uh, any percent run for speed running a seance would be like like a light flickering, just any any sign of a ghost being summoned done. Yeah, but w- what I was saying when I meant a controlled environment, I mean like you need to make sure see it's easy with the game because you can go yes you're allowed glitches but you're not allowed to fucking hack the game to speedrun it yeah but like obviously they can't be like you can't be faking it right you can't be faking it controlled environment because it's a lot harder you mean a supervised environment controlled environment as i said is your 100 percent stuff where criteria need to be filled but it needs to be supervised because there has to be evidence of no tampering, that sort of stuff. Because like, if, you, if you're if you speedrunning a seance and you have a friend like fucking flick a like in the next room, it's like, no, nah, I'm done, fucking time. Then then obviously no. But like, at the same time, you they need to be supervised, but for seances and shit like that, you can't exactly have a controlled environment. It's sort of like, hey, we go into this house and in a, you know, we set up shop and like you get it prepared and then when the seance starts, you hit the time. You hit time, you start fucking going ham into it. Like how, I think speedrunning seances would be quite enjoyable to watch. I think like, it's a terrible it, idea, but that said, I think 90% of the TV shows that are currently successful were terrible ideas, so, you know. Like this sure at first is this sight? a way for like us to segue into talking about married at first sight or some shit? No. 
I didn't make the segue. I just, I'm just really interested. I it just came. This idea came to me. I was like, man, ma- imagine just speed running summoning spirits. What? And you, you could even have Not like shout casters. First sight to be a speed run. Yeah, well, marriage, marriage at first right is a speed run in its own sense. But speed running, how no, fast no, you can get a divorce? A competition to be to to get the legal documents the fastest and all that shit. Yeah, but like then you can just get divorced straight afterwards. Like there has yeah. to be no, some. That's the point because it's a legal speed run. There's two. You can have two categories. Eighty percent and a hundred percent. Hundred percent is when you're still married. <laughs> Oh, that could work. And fucking, you get there and you have a fight, and like the husband and wife just fighting. It's like, oh, that's bad RNG, boys. That's <laughs> bad RNG. It looks like it's gonna lose this one. Is he just gonna be like, yeah, no, nah, all right, I have to start over. This marriage Bye. has <laughs> this marriage has bad RNG. I'm starting over, resetting the run. <laughs> I'm sure nothing bad can come off saying that. This At marriage all. is bad RNG resetting mm-hmm. the run. Yeah, no, that's, ma- that, that right there is a statement that can only lead to positive results. Yeah, like like kids, probably yeah. kids. It's like but, fuck the mar- the marriage is going poorly. There's still a way we can save the run, kids. Is this, is this still <laughs> the, kids? the kids? Yeah, but wouldn't that be in the hundred percent category? No, that <laughs> would be in the hundred percent category. But like at that point, uh, is there a hundred percent married with kids. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent married with kids. That's a hundred percent category. Yeah, so like you'd have to go from any percent to a hundred percent to save the speed run. Or, or is um a hundred percent making it last a full time? So basically, a hundred percent speed run is becoming a widow is the success. So yeah, you can't then do you it can just fucking off yourself. Though. No, you can't. Yeah. No, you need to be a widow, not not your partner. And you can't kill your partner. It's against the rules. Damn it. You, but you don't, like, then you're just plotting. That's just, that's just no, plotting. Because, it's like, man, no, I, can, I can just... You're not allowed to. It's against the rules. Well, no, but it's not so much, like, the action of doing it, but it's like, hey, look, I want you dead. No offense, but... <laughs> no offense. I need you dead for me to complete this 100% run. Like, I need to submit this run to GDCQ. Like, and you can't do it until you're fucking dead. So you just bu- you cyber bully. No, just cyber bully. You actually bully your partner into committing suicide. <laughs> so you can, right. so you can how, get the how, 80% how speed run. this is it, as a counterpoint? Can you do it live? <laughs> do it live? <laughs> the whole speed invite, run in one sitting. Invite you GDC- have to. <laughs> invite GDQ to the fucking, um, to the wedding and just start there. It would be it would be GMDQ GMDQ Good marriages done quick. Good marriages done quick. That's it. Yeah. Someone pitched this idea to Channel Nine, and we can take over uh, fucking Married at First Sight because this is no, easily a no, no, hundred no. times take more interesting over than that first shit. Sight. We sell them the idea, and then they're like, you know what? Fuck it, because that's essentially what they're doing. They're just getting a whole bunch of brawls and a whole bunch of dudes going, oh, ain't that fucking nice? Putting them in a room, letting them fight each other for a bit, and then marrying them, and then uh, fucking genuinely shock horrid when they see them break up. Like, oh, no. Man, I it's thought f- these two strangers that just met were going to fucking last forever. Fuck me, man. I've never seen such, like, disregard for 
like a serious point in someone's life it's like you know just fucking get married you know you don't see them you don't know them you haven't fucked them could have syphilis could have gonorrhea you, you don't, doesn't Jesus. matter but look it's it's your first sight you need to prove you love them so much that you're gonna get the government involved oh have you actually seen here we come have you actually seen like the fucking amount of like retarded shit that comes from that one episode it's no. like this one girl is like oh man i just can't find a boyfriend like this fucking strapping broad is like i just can't find a boyfriend no matter <laughs> what everyone watching sitting there going well you haven't been looking then or you're an asshole or you're just fucking crazy and everyone that knows you knows <laughs> it <laughs> Like, it's that simple. It's like. Probably the, when the hot chicks say they can't find broad, boyfriends, there's a reason. Yeah, you're, you're either it, crazy and asshole or have really, really high standards. It's like, if there's good looking broads, just like, I can't find a boyfriend, I'm willing to throw myself out on TV, get married to a complete stranger that I can't find a boyfriend. So, I've one or two things. One, she is either. Actually, one of three things. One, she's batshit insane. And whenever she f- opens her mouth, nothing but fucking, like, m- like HP Lovecraft mumbling comes out. Or she's literally throwing shit at people. The second one is her standards of a boyfriend are so dramatically high that she will not take anything less than perfection and then cry poor when she doesn't get it. Or free, she actually just can't get a boyfriend. I'm less inclined to believe the actually oh, no, can't no, no, get no. a boyfriend. Actually can't get a boyfriend. I will change that to she's lying through her fucking teeth. There we go. That's that's more believable. That's more believable. Because, like, she is, I would say, a solid, like, 8 out of 10. At minimum. Like, just from looks. Personality-wise, can't fucking stand it. Like, it's like fucking... Well, there's your watching answer. Watching paint dry. <laughs> That's it. Personality but, just sucks. There we go. Case closed. Fucking call Sherlock Holmes. We got this one. Oh, fucking! It reminds me. Um, a friend of mine, uh, his brother went on one of those TV shows where, like, they 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 get thrown into a dark room, and they're both butt naked. And they both have to get into a bed, and it's like I can't remember the fucking name of the show. I'll have a look up. It but- sounds like a fucking gay porno. No, 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 it's not. Okay. It's like it's it's a TV show. Uh, TV show. The late night television. What the fuck is people. this shit? Oh no, it's all censored. It, it sounds Dude. very much like. Hey, how much do we need to pay you for you to embarrass yourself? How much? How I much is your self-esteem Nate. worth in dollar value? Yeah, that's I actually pretty accurate. It's either called dating naked or naked attraction, but uh. His brother went on the show mm-hmm. and uh, he, you know, he did the whole thing and then fucking, you know, after it, nothing, nothing happened of it. He's gone. He's done. Uh, he then gets a girlfriend out, out outside the show and they've been dating for like almost a year. And then they and find then out. The epi- and no, they don't find out. The episode airs. <laughs> and she's just like, what the fuck? And it's like, no, 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 you don't understand. This happened like a year and a bit ago. <laughs> like she honestly thought that- Like oh, he'd just done it. That he'd just done it. 
Like, no, 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 uh, this, this was filmed, this was filmed, like, over a year ago. Yeah, and it's like, really? Like, hold on to the episodes that long? It's like, well, they've got, like, all, like, post-production shit yeah, and advertisement and doing all that sort of stuff. To go into it. But, like, yeah. like, I I got the feeling, like, that's the exact same thing would happen for, like, the show, like, Married at First Sight. It's like, the whole thing happened, like, last year, but they still act as if it's happening today like you see like fucking magazines like oh you know how are they going just like the season finale is just finished or whatever and then like two weeks later like, oh how is their marriage going it's like bitch we broke up like as soon as we got as soon as we left like a year ago <laughs> yeah i was i fucking abandoned that run my 100 percent just started last week but yes, we are a gaming podcast without gaming. Hello, everybody. Welcome to SV Cheats 1. I am your host, Chris. And with me, I have... Me, Alex. I am here. Sorry for wasting the past 15 minutes of your life on that fucking married at first sight shit. Uh, together, me and Chris are joined by... Default Arsehole 3, also known as Jaden. So He completes the assholes. But yes. we didn't waste the time with Married at First no, Sight. Was, we wasted the time with speedrunning seances and then Married at First Sight. That's how it works. I That's how we do. Never I'm just, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for the part that says we're a, we're a fucking middle-aged hey, housewoman's podcast. No, Mate, no. I'll- hey, that was a game. <laughs> just because we were making up the game, we were gamifying something that wasn't a game originally. Doesn't mean it isn't a game. It just wasn't a game. It is now. It's a very bad game. Hey, we don't get to judge games. Well, we do get to judge games. We even get to tell other people about it. It's kind of yeah. We get to tell people about. It. Yeah, it's yeah. It's we, are, we, are absolutely, we are absolutely here to judge games and tell other people if their fucking money and time is worth it. And uh, as a critical review of uh, <laughs> Married at First Sight, both speed run. Uh, casual and any percented um married at first sight is a bad game we we just have to we have to put that out there. it is it is a bad game it is fundamentally flawed at the it's core f- gameplay design level and unfortunately there's nothing there's no patch that can fix that seven out of ten seven out of ten that's that's our that's our final score that's our final score basically final score at the end of the day at, the at least it's not anthem day, <laughs> if we came up no, with no, the no, game no, idea, it kind of is anthem if you think about it like imagine if they got divorced and then they tried to make it well they're trying to get divorced and then they're trying to make it work after marriage counseling that would be what anthem's drawing anthem is marriage counseling the game it's just this this, the game is fundamentally broken yeah at the heart it is but only if like one of them was fucking the marriage counselor yeah. And like it's the just whole a terrible team of- clusterfuck on all counts. No, that's Fallout. That's Fallout seventy six. That's yeah. if what if the fucking marriage counselor was a twenty one year old raccoon eating out of the garbage bin, getting raped, raped by the homeless man. And married at first sight allowed homeless people on set. Yeah, we just gave him a shave and fucking they turned up pretty good, didn't it? Good luck an avocado. I've but- never shaved an avocado. How does that work? Uh, you start from the inside, work your way out. Mm. I don't like avocados. Got to be against gonna, the grain or with the grain. Does it have a grain? I, I don't how know. Many doctors did their first tumor removal practice on an avocado seed. I remember someone doing something like a surgeon was doing 
Is this like about a, fucking stitching a grape? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a That was a machine. Thing, was it? I yeah, it, it was, was a, a robot. It was a yeah, surgical they, they, robot they that they built a... that fucking did a skin graft on a grape. I fuck it. Because I they would could. I would much rather a robotic surgeon than a regular surgeon. Because people make mistakes. Yeah, and fucking who do you think built the robot? Yeah, but the robot has been told to do the, the right thing point, every time. If it's, if it's a simple, like, outside thing, then I'd uh, probably go with the robot. But the thing is, if it's any kind of internal thing, then I'd prefer a person. Because, yes, people can make mistakes. People can also be internally incorrect. Like, there can be complications that are much better dealt with when a person can go, oh shit, this is how I deal with it. Yeah, people with problem-solving abilities are a lot better than just set and forget on a robot. Well, it's not so set and forget on a robot. I'm guessing that shit has to be highly monitored if it was to ever go to human trials. Like, I highly doubt they would just fucking, you know, kick up their feet in the fucking observation room going, ah, ain't this great? Oh, there's blood on the floor now? Ah, that's fine. I didn't know people had that much blood in them. Fucking Jesus. But yes, um, I'm going to ask you a quick question. No. How big were your weeks? Um, uh, shit, I'm actually going to have to go back and fucking... I don't remember what happened shit, what's my recent yesterday, was... I'll be completely honest. Um, what did I do? Because did I talk I... about Did I talk about the Melbourne jank game that I played? Uh, which one was that? It was Coffee Talk. No. All right, let's. I, that's I played that uh, last week. Um, Do go on. Well, it's uh, well. There's a demo for it. I picked it up because it looked quite interesting. Uh, you take on the role of a barista who owns a uh, coffee shop, and uh, mm-hmm. you operate it late at fucking night when you know weird people want their coffee. So people come into this, come into the shop. They order a coffee. You make them a coffee, and like the creepy fuck you are, you eavesdrop on their conversations and interject your opinion where it is obviously uh, not wanted and completely and utterly completely and utterly uh, unqualified to handle their situations well i feel like ever since uh vahala came in that uh bartender game i feel like there is now a market for those styles of games there is like but the, the difference is i haven't played the one that alex played so i can't really speak for it mm. but the thing is once again the reason why Valhalla got popular is because it did it really fucking well. Yeah. I'm saying, like, it created a market. People wanted these kinds of games. Yeah. And, uh... People that's, wanted that's to be able thing. to pay, like, so like, like, $15 for a full barista course. Well, it's not really a barista course. It's more of, like, a... a visual novel. It's, a vi- it's essentially a visual novel in which you feel like your own psychologist. Like, I did see, um... Necro, I think for Necro Barista, which looks really interesting. Yeah, that, that was one's the other Mel- one. That one's actual Melbourne jank. <laughs> Fucking looks really good though. Yeah, yes. but it's it's still Melbourne jank. Necro, but Necronator, the dead yeah, wrong. I think, I think the important thing to take away here is you're not actually saying something's bad when you say that. No. So uh, for those for those of you who haven't been, if I haven't said it before, I'll say it now. And for those of you who have forgotten, or if I fucking don't remember or new listeners to the podcast uh melbourne jank does not necessarily classify a game that is bad it's not euro jank melbourne jank is a is a name given to a 
indie game that is centralized around um uh minimum wage occupations so any game that features you know of, of some operating as like a barista or someone operating as like just minimum wage jobs just simple food every, trucks every man jobs. jobs every man jobs that's that's what that's what we mean by melbourne jank also yeah. because also it has balance. to be the, also yeah that's that's a lot of the games that come out of the Why Melbourne independent Kotaku game scene. Kotaku have free quotes for this game because it's fucking Kotaku. They need to fill the blanks place somehow. Yeah, b- because it was the only person they could get quotes from. No, they've got like because on the uh, fucking uh, store page for Necrobarista, they've got one, two, three, four, five, six quotes. Oh no, wait, I read that wrong. One, two, three, four, five, five quotes. Two of them are Kotaku. So Kotaku yep. says it looks like what would happen if Persona took over a copy shop, which is to say stylish as heck, and this is the most Melbourne game imaginable. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, Melbourne Melbourne Jank. Is it Melbourne yeah, Jank or Melbourne Jank? Melbourne Jank. Melbourne Jank. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because a lot but of the Melbourne look- independent game scene is just people making games of their past job. The characters remind me of um the same design for a hat in time. Uh, I don't think Gears for Breakfast actually took part in the game, so it no, could no, just no, be like the a character stylistic. design reminds me of that. Yeah, like, but I, it could just be like a stylistic homage or similarities. Well, that, that's, this is the uh, design for the game, so it would be yeah. uh, what I doubt it would be a homage. Uh, yeah. It's more of a stylistic choice. So yeah. if I copy that image and put it in a so what what I'm what I'm trying to say is I doubt they ripped off um, a hat in time. Oh no, they didn't. It's not you can't you can't really rip off a design unless you like copy it thing for like beat for beat. Where this is like this this looks like the design, but it's obviously more detail has been put in. Oh no, that's not the right term. D- details more, is not the right term. Detail is not the right term here. It is a I don't know. It's a certain, a certain uh, je ne sais quoi. Yeah, they will, uh, we'll actually use je ne sais quoi here. There's a certain je ne sais quoi for what this is. Because I can't really label it, but it's something about it. So yes, there's, your there's experience something. with, uh, what is this coffee shop game you play? Uh, it is called, uh, once again, uh, fuck, where are you? Coffee Talk. Coffee Talks? coffee talk it is called coffee talk and the premise of well the main setting of the game is you know you're a barista own a coffee shop in the city people come in but not your every not not humans not well some humans not it's not always humans sometimes you get fucking elves and dwarves and demons and shit like that like mm-hmm. in the demo the first problem that comes walking through the door is uh is an elf and like a demon couple that their fucking parents don't want them to get uh to get fucking don't want them to be together. They're fucking dating the and their Romeo parents don't want Juliet them to be together. Yeah. Fucking conundrum. Yeah, a good old Romeo and Juliet conundrum. And fucking... So obviously in my experience uh, as a fucking 24-year-old Australian, uh, my obvious advice to them would have been, you know what? Fuck it. Wait, Who cares shit? what your parents say? But apparently if the elf doesn't do what his parents say, he loses his immortality. So... Gambling with a lot bitch, there. Bitch, gotta go. <laughs> I'm sorry to say, man. It's like, hey, look, you can live forever or you can marry this woman. How much do you like this woman? That's, I'm guessing that's the thing. It's like, does this woman, is this woman worth your immortality? And that's kind of like a 
conundrum. Like this, it's by the sounds of it, it starts the stakes fucking high. Yeah, you, like, I've got like to just immediately come into there before we start like th- uh, theory crafting, you know, reasoned explanations. Uh, the barista actually does the most intelligent thing and say that he is holistically unqualified to answer that question and wishes them luck with their situation. Well, yeah, because if someone's like, hey, should I marry this broad or keep my immortality? I'm like, dude, the fuck? Get out of here. Don't come back. Please, no. (laughs) (laughs) Fix your own problems. But yeah, like, I don't know. That is a good question. I don't know. (laughs) I don't. The answer is fucking ask it elsewhere. doesn't look too bad it's very uh what's it's kind of like a pixel it's, uh, it's definitely got that pixel art um, yeah it's very pixel art aesthetic but like yeah. not like 8 or 16 bit but like high pixel stuff yeah like your fucking what are they called computer 97 pixel things it's like an old ass computer I think it's computer 97 it's not the Commodore 64 that's for oh, sure hell no 97 the games the Commodore 64, the first gaming computer ever built. Oh, I thought it was a car. No. Anyway, you're not wrong, but you are you are wrong in this context. Yes. You're not kinda wrong. Like, it's but kind of wrong. like pixel the pixel uh, of like Street Fighter 2, I would say. Yeah. It's high density pixel art. That's the, that's the best thing I've come up with. High density pixel art. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that is accurate. But yes, no. So, uh, for what I've played of Coffee Talk so far, it's actually a pretty, pretty all right game. If you're into, if you're into Melbourne Jank games, then definitely pick it out. It is, it is a good Melbourne Jank game. That's crazy. That is crazy. Did you guys fucking just looking at this game? Came up an article: five tips for safe gaming. What? Yeah. I looked up I looked up coffee talk on uh, Google images and it came up with this one image saying five tips for safe gaming prepare yourself stay close equip your child drive a what? knife into the back of that child I don't know so is that your week uh yeah more or less fucking warframe gotcha shit the huge too easy Jaden how about you like yeah, I said, a busy week. I honestly cannot remember what I did past Wednesday, uh, before Wednesday. That is both not interesting and concerning. You should seek a medical professional. I Wednesday pretty what? sure I was doing that. I did that in the Wednesday last was day, yesterday. Yes, Wednesday was yesterday. So, uh, um, it's yesterday been, it's been a while. I was out playing Necromunda tabletop battle board game for like mm. 11 hours straight I got home at 3am yeah I heard I was playing a game early in the morning and I saw you start playing Monster Hunter I'm like the fuck is he, you doing up usually Alex is fucking awake but no he's been getting a sleeping schedule uh, yeah passing, what a bitch what else I I've been playing a bunch of Dragon Ball Fighters again because I've been getting back into it, and season three starts in a week, so pretty keen on that. 
especially since they're the biggest change they're doing from what I've seen. There's going to be balance patches and all of that with it, but the biggest change is selectable assists. So every character has three moves that you can choose between to have as your assist moves. Yeah, so like instead of... It's going to open a lot of things up. Um, Not only in... It's going to open a lot of things up in terms of what each character can do with combos and stuff like that. It's also going to open a lot of characters up because there's a bunch of characters. For example, a lot of teams will have regular Super Saiyan Goku in there because he's one of two beam assists in the game. The other one being Goku Black, which is just basically a worse version of Super Saiyan. So just the fact that they've got selected assists... You lose assists, a slot. You lose a slot. Well, no, it's a good, because... he's a good character. He's still a well, good Well, no, I'm not saying so much, but like... But what I'm saying because... is the last slot's going to get way more versatile just off the fact that there's so many characters in the game with beam moves, and we know at least two of them are getting their beams into their beam move into an assist. Because it seems like Arc Systems Works has just kind of realized, well, since beam assists are really good, we're not going to take them away. We're just going to give them to, like, everyone. So if you want a beam assist, it's not going to limit your uh, team composition that much. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm really quite keen on it. But other than that, yeah, I can't remember what I did this week. All right. Well, I had a very large week, and I'm going to discuss six things freer movies freer games mm-hmm. first one i'll start with the movies because there's something i could do quickly uh i watched three incredible movies this week go on one was incredibly weird which was color of out no color out of space which is the hp lovecraft uh book with nick cage in it mm-hmm Second one was incredibly terrible, and that was Birds of Prey. And yep. the third one was incredibly surprising on how much I actually enjoyed a kid's film, and that was Sonic. Yeah, I've so, heard quite a few good things about Sonic. Not in, so, oh, this is the best movie of all time. It's, just, it's no, this definitely is a good, not the fun best kids movie. movie. You should watch it. It's It'll definitely not the best film of all time. It's it's not like a fucking absolute gangbuster kind of movie, even though it is fucking selling gang- gangbusters. It made triple it. I think triple its projections in the first in its opening week, which is like fucking okay. But uh, the super sad thing about the whole Sonic situation is the company that did the redesign, like that did the, the design studio, for Sonic and the company. Well, this, yeah, studio. Shut down. They just, they, 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 they had a massive thing. like, hey, look, there's just too much competition and we're not getting, we're not getting the money. So yeah, we, we're shutting down. So first movie uh, I'll talk about is Color Out of Space, mm-hmm. which... I, I saw a couple of people review about it and it's like like this is the best horror film you know it doesn't rely on jump scares and shit like that it, it's just good old fashioned like HP Lovecraft horror yes and no so this movie stars Nick Cage and the premise is him and his family now live out in the sticks because uh, his dad owned a farm and he died and he inherited the farm 
So Nick Cage and his family is like, we're going to live out there, you know, and, you know, try and build a new life. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, the fucking family is a bit, how you doing? The daughter practices witchcraft, like actual fucking witchcraft. Uh, the son is a stoner who hangs out with uh, Chong from Cheech and Chong, like legit Chong from Cheech's Chong, out in the fucking sticks. He's a hippie smoking pot out in the sticks. Uh, you have Nick Cage, who's like, oh, fucking my daddy hated me, yada, 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 but I'm going to show him. I'm going to literally raise alpacas. Like, I'm going to milk alpacas. I'm going okay. to... We're going to have an alpaca harvest when they grow... You know, when we can get... Eat alpaca. And people are like, that's not... People don't eat alpaca. And he's like, well, they're going to start. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that. And then there's his wife, who is a... Works in some sort of financial firm. Like, handling people's money and investment. Uh, but she has ovarian cancer. So it's like, okay, this is kind of fucking rough. That got real very quick. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's like, the good thing about this movie, it does use a lot of show, don't tell. Yeah. Uh, but it also, like, ha- like, some parts it has to uh, do a little telling with the showing. So for example, like, they don't go, I've got a very cancer and I am sad about this. It's like, you just see her just get, like, like really upset and really distant from the family and her husband's basically trying to comfort her and she's like oh you probably think i'm ugly because of the whole surgery and stuff like that and he's trying to reaffirm her like no you're beautiful regardless whatever that cancer did so it it does a little bit of explaining if like but it's not in a face like oh my god my wife has ovarian cancer and she thinks she looks ugly what can i do to fix this It, it doesn't do that but the the movie does have a fair amount of jump scares in it. Like I don't like people saying this movie has no jump scares in reviews. I'm like, I literally witnessed like four the entire time. Where it's just like, wow, and it's like music goes down. I'm like, they said there weren't any jump scares, but then jump scare. I'm like, are you fucking? Mm, You're fucking losing me. But it is. Like there is some good HP Lovecraftian horror in which like you have like this unknown so what happens is they're in the farm and a fucking comet out of nowhere just fucking like the size of a small boulder just lands in their front yard and it's glowing like this pinkish purplish hue and they're like what the fuck is that what is that and then they they fucking call people around going like hey do you know what this is and they're like yes we don't know what it is don't touch it we'll come and bring a news team tomorrow yada 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 and then a storm happens and the fucking comet just attracts all the lightning bolts and it just disappears the next morning and people are like that's fucking weird uh so and then the the one thing i like about uh, like hp lovecraft in horror is the sort of psychological torment and horror the, the thing has and you can see that reflected upon the family as like it's taking a toll on the family and the family is slowly like fucking diving deep into madness because of the influences this this meteorite has had around them and it's pretty good and then there's this one fucking scene like 
things start to elevate a bit and then there's one scene happens and i'm just like this is actually messed up this is fucked up like holy shit this like it's one of those scenes where like a pivotal point in the movie like once this happens shit goes downhill and like i don't even want to watch the film again because like that that one scene like messed me up a little bit um, like literally like in bed trying to get to sleep and it's this fucking scene we're playing over my head i've gone fucking it's like it's it's physically disturbing uh a bit messed up as well as how the family reacts is also fucking messed up and i'm just like oh god like i and they keep putting it in the frame every now and then this this thing and i'm just like oh fucking i oh my god i just oh this is like one of the first thing like first things in a long time that's like physically put me off like not not at the movie like i'm not saying this in a sense like the movie put me off because of this i'm like no the movie did something in which it wants to put you off it wants to make you physically uncomfortable and it achieved that really well with me and i was like oh man that's just like to the point where i don't want to watch it again like if if you guys want to have a movie night i'll fucking <laughs> i'll put it on but i actually do not want you to be present for that scene leave. no no i can watch the movie it's just like that one scene I was like, I can't actually. I don't want to watch that again. It's that fucked up. Fucking. So, what does it tell us? I don't want. I fucking. Like, do you want a movie nighter? Because we can either show you or I can tell you now. Mm, tell me about it. No, I'm good. What's well, kind of? You might want to block your ears for uh, like no, a no, minute or something. You can. You can say whatever. All right. Well, I'll put. Let me just put like a fucking small timer. I put like a three minute timer. All right. So Mm -hmm. check back in three minutes if you don't want spoilers on this film. All right. And go. So the kid, the son, and this is two sons. Uh, I forgot to mention the other son, but there's two sons. They're going to the barn and they see like, like, you know, the movie, the thing, how all the dogs like conglomerated together and became a monster. Yeah. Same thing happened to the alpacas. They just came together and then the alpaca, like this mass of flesh, just started fucking uh, releasing this sort of like gas hue thing that started fucking going for the brothers. So the brothers bolt the fuck out of there. And then, like, they hear, the mum hears the scream, and the mum's going, What the fuck's going on? So she runs and grabs the youngest brother, and they she's like hugging him in the middle of like the fucking front yard and that gas just fucking shot like attacked the mother and the child and yeah. you just see him attacked and then like like you just hear the mother's like like as she was like burnt alive they pull him inside no the mother and son have melded together okay. in a sort of like the son is literally like half inside the mother outside poking her back they're both like convulsing they're both like drooling like it's a mess it's a fucking disgusting mess and like this as they sort of like mixed together like what happened with the alpacas and the mother and child are still alive and the kids and mother like sort of talking in synchronicity 
going, I'm hungry and shit like that. So the father's just like, I, I have to fucking kill them. Like, I can't do this. And the fucking, the, the daughter, the witch and the stoner brothers, like, you need to do something about this dad. And dad's like, I, I'm going to have to put them out, uh, put them out of their misery. And uh, so the fucking kids leave the room and the dad's got the shotgun to the mother's head. And the mother's just basically like, kill me, kill me. And instead he just goes, no, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to try and nurse you guys back to health. And, and that backfires. fucking backfires. Backfires in the biggest thing. Because what they were at that time was a process. It wasn't the finished result. So then when the father goes fully fucking insane, he locks the daughter in the room with the monster. The monster has fully mutated to the both the son and the mother, like this fucking anamorphic monster but still humanoid and it's like trying to infect the daughter by drooling into her and shit like that until like someone comes in and fucking puts the like shoots the mother in the head and then the fucking son is like still grafted to the back like crying and he's fucking echoing wails and shit like that it is messed up visually it is visually and mentally messed up and I'm just, I can't fucking deal with that shit it is just oh and three, two, one. All right, three minutes is up. So yeah, well, that movie is fucking. Yep. Hmm. So did well, they use practical? So you think they used practical effects for that part, or was it CGI? Yes, practical. Practical. Oh, man, it was practical. Was- it was practical effects. Uh, up until the anamorphic thing, where it was a mix of both. Okay. Like I'm kind of I kind of want to see it now, just just to see the detail in the uh, practical effects. I'll show, you quickly. Watching... I'll show you quickly after this because like it is fucking messed up oh my god yeah because I've been watching a lot of um there's this channel on YouTube that uh looks into horror movies and is it analyzes TV? Them. oh no I th- I... found flicks no 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 the um I th- what was the first one you said crypt TV I don't know I don't think it's crypt TV crypt TV is like a YouTube channel that makes short horror stuff and it does some nah. really good shit. Like, I still have uh, Mirror Mirror from Crypt TV up on my desktop right now. It is. It goes for like three minutes and it's decent. And it's just like little nods to horror, which might, like the, some of the Crypt TV stuff is m- so much better in both like, like visual effects and story-wise than 90% of the horror movies out today. But yeah, uh, there is a oh, other channel called like Foundflix which deconstructs horror films and they usually it usually is called endings explained uh there we go dead meat that's what it's called dead meat dead meat yeah they are uh, they uh do um kill counts so they do kill oh, counts. oh yeah yeah i know them yeah dead. yeah yeah so that's that's the one i've been watching so i remember um that sometimes they go into details about how the practical effects were made for the parts of the movies and mm. i've been really into watching you know, well, not really into watching, just like I'll watch Kill Counts uh, or Dead Meat's Kill Counts uh, every now and then. Yeah, and I've seen him. This guy, the the sort of flamboyant host, that's how I found some like decent old horror film for him. Yeah. But yeah, so like, yeah, I watched, it's, it's I watched their Kill Count on the thing. So like he uh, gave like some insight into uh, the practical effects that we used yeah. on the thing. And uh, the one that's, oh, shit, the one that's by the lake, it's the one with the, um, Fuck! I don't want to. I don't want to spoil that movie there because it's actually like it's it's an old movie, and it's it's a really good horror movie as well. Um, shit, What's I gotta, the I premise try and, of the film? I gotta try and explain it without doing the spoiler. 
Um, but <laughs> God damn it! Just keep beating around the bush, or maybe you know what you do. Just you, beat whatever. the bush. <laughs> yeah. So um, beat the burning bush. Yeah, I'll I'll try and beat the burning bush. Uh, it's about a, they, these two siblings, not really siblings, but two cousins that go away on a summer camp. Hmm. And um, one's a girl, one's a boy. Uh, mm. They go away to the, to the summer camp, and when they arrive, everyone keeps trying to like you know everyone picks on the boy, and everyone's trying to keep fucking getting into the girl's pants. Um, like, Wait, the- is this is this a twist at the end where the girl isn't exactly what she says she is? Yeah, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, that one there. So they did the practical effects. Uh, they, I watched that one there where they explained the practical effects for that one. So what it didn't people actually get that that whole thing was cursed. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. And it was. like, like some guy like broke. Uh, some guy in the kitchen scene broke something, like broke a bone or some shit like that. But yeah, like from, from what I remember, like that movie was pretty cursed in development. Yeah, like mainly from the cast though. The cast got injured pretty badly. But yeah, so yeah, uh, uh, color out of space, good horror ending. I did not like. I did not like the ending. Um. I'll tell you guys about the ending afterwards because it, it's it's fuck. I'll tell the ending now. Fucking skip a minute. The ending is everyone dies because I don't know the fucking the son and mum obviously dies because uh, they fucking that happened and yeah. then the father dies because he was shot. Uh, the son, the other son, the fucking adult son died because. He's alright. So the girl, the daughter, and the adult son are about to leave the fucking place because they're like, "No, nah, it's dangerous here." Wait, I thought the so daughter got like, locked in with the. Oh no! Like I said, like the she got like the fucking cops came out and shot oh. the thing in the yeah they they got her out. But uh, so this was this was before then. Like this scene happens before that, where the daughter and the son are like, "We need to leave now. Oh, it's dangerous here." And the son's like, "Yeah, okay, let's go." And then the son just like looks at a well and it's like, oh no, it's it's our family pet. Our family pet's down the well, which is obviously mm. like a fucking trap. Like you can yeah. smell the trap. And it's like, I have to go down the well and save the family pet. And it's like, fucking, what are you doing? No. And it's like, I have to, I must. And then he starts going down the well and then the fucking, the unknown shit kills him instantly. Like, yeah, he was literally like, I must go down here. There is no logical reason for me to do as such, but I must go to, and I'm dead. Like, they had to kill him somehow. It was the most fucking playboy. I must like, save shit. my family. I must save the family, pit dead. And then Look the daughter's out, just, dead. and then the daughter's just like, I'm going to let this thing consume me and that's it. Right. That's, that's the ending. So that went a little bit over a minute. So if you all joined back. Uh, and you heard the tail end of that, but no, go see the movie. Also, the movie I was talking about because I managed to find it is called Sleepaway Camp, nineteen eighty-three. Yeah. yeah, that movie's kind of fucking weird. And it's like, yeah. oh wait, 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 wait. What? Okay. Oh, I was talking about like when I saw the ending. Wait. Oh, oh, that's a mm. yeah. And just the face though. Like, just held that face. It was like, that's pretty fucking creepy. Uh, yeah. So, the second movie, which I saw was incredibly bad, was Birds of Prey. Or <laughs> formerly known as... No. Formal, I, let me do... Formally, let me just, yeah. I want to see how they called this. Previously known as... 
uh, or previously known as Bird, Birds of Prey and the one, eman- one fabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Uh, Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. So if this is what the movie is called now, yeah, it's called this, Harley Quinn's Birds of Prey. Makes no fucking sense now. It honestly makes no sense. Because I don't, I don't even care if you want to see this shit. It's terrible. Don't watch it. I'm going to spoil. <laughs> I'm going to ruin the movie for you right now. So, one, uh, the movie follows Harley Quinn, and everyone knows that the Joker and her broke up. And this one guy, the Black Mask, is like, "Oh, okay, you don't have the Joker's protection. You're now my bitch." Because and I, I am want the to ki- chief misogyna. No, I am the, the chief actor that mis- played it actually referred to yeah, his said character that, yeah. as the chief misogynist. Yeah. Like, it is purely aimed at men are all evil. The thing is... And despite, despite the fact that a man is part of the Even the good guy prey. men are bad. Like, in the sense of, like, oh, they just don't understand. It's like, for example, the cop uh, who's a female is like there's this case i know it i know there's a case here and then the fucking like chief is like what evidence do you have and it's just like i i I don't have anything right now it's like so you want to go after the richest person in the fucking in the fucking town who has a lot of connections with nothing but a hunch but you don't understand you don't understand i it's a woman's hunt i'm like dude if i was that guy i would have fucking taken you off the case quick smart i'm surprised he didn't do any quicker because she just keeps going into this fucking case like dude you are ruining our department by your bullshit like stop doing this because no you don't understand there's a case here and the chief's like, I'm taking off, handing your gun badge. And she's like, oh, I've got to do it my own way now. And then, like, fucking... And that, legit. So, at the end, when the police officer does the whole policing job, like, they straight up go, nah, it wasn't like, oh, you know, some guy at the department took all the credit for it and I got nothing, so I quit. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like... Honestly, like they're trying so hard to make men look bad. It's hilarious. It's like, hey, look, I busted this case. I I fucking solved the you know once in a lifetime case, and some fucking traffic beat cop gets all the glory for no fucking reason. Like it doesn't make sense. But uh, so Harley Quinn is after Cassandra whatever her name is uh because she managed to pickpocket a like multi-million billion dollar diamond out of one of her one of the uh, black masks pocket like not the black mask but one of the chicks who was working for him uh she pickpocketed it out of her pocket just got this diamond out of someone's pocket. It's apparently a million billion dollar fucking diamond and it's in the pocket of fucking some lappy for this guy. So instead she fucking eats it, uh, eats the diamond and now everyone in the town is out to get her. The police are out for her. Uh, The bad guy put a half a million dollar bounty on her head and Harley Quinn wants the diamond because she wants to get the diamond for the bad guy to to not get killed and there's some side plot of like some fucking uh the only reason i watched this film was for mary elizabeth winstead because i like her she's a great actor 
but how she's portrayed in this film is fucking garbage like some big mafia family killed her entire family and one of the mafia that killed her family saw her that she was still alive and decided to uh kind of raise her on her own because he felt bad so he raised her to be this master fucking assassin like you know beating everyone like earning the right to be an assassin Mm -hmm. and everyone's just calling her you're the crossbow killer and it's just like no the name is like fucking what is the name again what is the name of the thing I can't even remember uh is this Huntress or Huntress yeah yeah Huntress uh, so I'm, hunt- I'm the Huntress I'm like Huntress is a better name and everyone's calling no you're the crossbow killer and she starts acting like a fucking child it's like I'm not the crossbow killer I'm Huntress <laughs> like it's like such a good character build up good story and then it's just like oh no she's just a fucking child do, do you want to go over all the origins of Huntress no because there are there are a lot I don't care for Huntress I care for Mary Elizabeth Winston yeah but there there are a lot and fucking see as a, as a DC fan I'm going to use the term fan very fucking loosely here I prefer DC's junk to Marvel's junk because it's like Marvel's junk is children it's for children it is honest to god for fucking children and DC is the only fucking sort of gritty serious shit that there yeah, is that that's, is true. that's more my speed yeah. so fucking well, like, yeah that's, that's why I prefer DC so- to Marvel so but the, the like one, as, the, I understand, I understand, but mm-hmm. I don't care for these characters in the in universe. I, the only reason I watched it is because one, the tweets that were coming out over this was so laughably fucking unbelievable. Like, yeah, but I want I want you to understand how wrong this movie I, is. I, I trust me, I know the movie fails as a DC film as well as it fails as a film. Because, yeah. so you need to let me finish. Like we, in, in the sense, of like Mary Elizabeth Winston's character is just fucking shat on. It makes her look like an immature yeah. brat, even though like they built her up. It's like no, she did like training for decades to be this way and shit like that. And then, uh, so we have Black Canary Huntress, uh, Renee Mont, whatever her fucking name is, uh, Cassandra, whatever her fucking name is, Cassandra Kane. Cassandra Kane and Harley Quinn teaming up uh, against the Black Mask. Uh, that's right. When you left after watching that film, like uh, Black Mask puts his mask on. Right, but is is the mask melted to his face? No, it's well, just a then mask. it's not the black fucking mask, now is it? He's just obsessed with masks, and he has a black mask. But uh, so like, yeah, they they go out of the way to make. Uh, Ewan McGregor's Black Mask character just seemed batshit insane. Not a misogynist, just insane. Like, hey, look, you fucking, oh, you know, I'll spare your life. And then the girl's like, oh, thank you. And he's like, oh, no, the face you make when you said that, I, nah, I've changed my mind, kill her. And I was like, okay, so he's a fucking psychopath. But, like, some fight scenes, some fight stuff in this movie was good i will give it that but the like the overall fight scene consists of this one woman versus up to eight men at once and the woman will single-handedly defeat all the eight men because apparently they need to fight the person one at a time 
and will fucking fall unconscious due to being kicked in the foot. Two times. The issue isn't having a a girl superhero beat a bunch of guys. That's not the issue. The issue is the choreography being god-fucking-awful. Yeah, like, it's got awful. There was one I've, scene. I've told you guys about it before, but Atomic mm. Blonde. If you want to have a look at some good realistic fight scenes, Atomic Blonde is fucking excellent. I just think it's a good spy movie, regardless. Mm. But the fight scenes are really well done. But as I said, like, the fight scenes in this movie are god awful. Like, all the bad guys. So, we have uh, Harley Quinn versing guys with guns, right? These guys and on that day, not a single ref- shot was fired. No, they will fire. They just refuse to fire at a distance. They will all like people literally ran in with guns to melee distance to try and fire at Har- Harley Quinn. Every fucking goddamn time, except for one time where they see Harley Quinn and Harley Quinn hides behind a fucking like a pallet of cocaine to which they need to shoot the cocaine so she can get hyped up for a a fucking melee distance gunfight scene there was one cool scene in that fight where she throws the bat on the ground the bat bounces off the ground hits the bad guy in the face and then sort of bounces back i thought that looked cool but that is it like you have these big burly men. I literally saw a guy, Harley Quinn slid kick a guy, this fucking guy in the prison, in the foot, done. Fucking as good as dead. I'm not fucking even kidding. He hand, did a fucking- Hand handpicked and trained by Albert Wesker himself. Like fucking, like seriously, she slide kicks this guy in the foot and he is done. He does not even move after she does that. She's like, okay, I guess I won. And so, like, and this is the thing that does make sense. So, this is the third name change they've had for this film. It started mm-hmm. off as Birds of Prey and the One Fantabulous Emancipation, and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. And then they changed it to Birds of Prey. And then they changed it to Harley Quinn's Birds of Prey, which makes even less sense. Because at the end of the film, it's like, what are we? We're the birds of prey. Oh, cool. Harley Quinn just fucks off. She's like, I don't want to be a part of this. This fucks off. Yep. Like, like, so Harley Quinn's not even a part of the birds of prey. They literally have the cop, uh, Huntress, and Black Canary as the birds of prey. No Harley Quinn. No Cassandra K, whatever her fucking name is. They straight up just leave. They're like, oh, we want no part of this. You guys can fucking do it on your own. So the name Harley Quinn's Bird to Prey doesn't make sense because Harley Quinn isn't a part of it. She straight up doesn't want anything to do with it. And I was sitting there going, are you fucking serious? But that, like, oh, fucking some of the tweets. Um, what was it? Uh, we're going we're gonna to get onto the tweets and then we'll get onto fucking... It was a Sonic film. All right, so ba- calling it back to the fight scene for a second. Kenny, you are familiar with my system on how I rank fight scenes. Yes, even though I yes. don't like it, it's still yes. so the same all, scene. To me, all fight scenes start out as a 10 out of 10, and then I start taking points away for every time they do something stupid. Mm-hmm. And minus 10 points, these, these are the big ones, minus 10 points. Uh, shots uh, shots to the genitals are minus mm-hmm. 10 points. Well, that, yeah, they, they that can be- depends. That depends. Because well, no, sometimes- you either do or don't get hit in the nuts. 
Yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm saying sometimes it makes more sense than others. If they're doing it for comedic value in a serious film, in a serious fight, it doesn't work. If they're doing it for a, as a serious underhanded tactic in a comedic film, it also doesn't kind of work because of the framing of it. But you definitely can I mean, frame a low blow correctly. Yeah, there is yeah. there is a correct way to frame frame a low blow, and there obviously are exceptions to the rule. It's just as a general rule. When you're structuring a fight scene, if there any shots to the genitals are immediately um, minus ten points, and that's for each individual shot. It's not just oh there was like two hundred genital shots minus ten points. It's like no, if there's two hundred genital shots, that's minus two thousand points. Out of 10? each one is minus out of ten. Yes, I'm understanding why Kenny thinks your rating system is stupid. It's because your rating system is stupid. As it's be- I give points back. For cool shit. Like, I get, I awarded Harley Quinn too late. three <laughs> points. I, I awarded Harley Quinn three points for that fucking bat trick. That was cool. Everything else was a minus <clears throat> a lot of fucking... I think we ended up on that one particular fight scene with like a minus 130 points because there was like 11 nut shots. And this one's another minus uh, 10 points. Guns don't work how they do in real life. It's, yeah. it's, it's fucking retardedly stupid, but... Uh, yeah, also tweets. retarded for the sake of the plot is another so, minus 10 points. After seeing these tweets, like, I was going to go see the Sonic movie anyway, but this made me want to see the Sonic movie even more than I already did. It was the fucking tweets of people about Birds of Prey and Sonic. Is so, this is this the um, fucking Burka tweet? Oh, no. So that's, that's the one fucking tweet that I fucking love. Uh, tweeted by one Arkham City Siren, when Sonic in the Sonic movie speeds through a Middle Eastern market, comes out wearing a hijab and says, Alo Akbar, trying to make the audience laugh, I felt sick to my stomach, paying six dollars to see that my faith get mocked and is a decision I'll always regret. I'll try Birds of Prey next. Like, and then we have... <laughs> no, uh, there's no, I'm a pretty part- sure that, what, that never fucking happened? Yeah, fucking so does not happen. It so does not happen. Like it's it's ridiculous how much that does not happen. Um, I'm trying to find a fucking. Where is it? There was like a full fucking. Wait, there was there's two there was two tweets to this but I can only find the first one so the first one is like I saw the Sonic movie with my family and I'm absolutely disgusted at the racism and homophobia displayed in this movie I took my family to see Birds of Prey and they absolutely loved it and then it was uh my son I'm trying to find one that was like hey look my son Yeah, uh, I took my husband to see two, and my two sons to see Sonic movie, and I was appalled by the homophobic slurs used throughout the movie. Luckily, yeah, that's the same thing. But where the fuck is the one I saw where it's like, hey, so uh, I fell asleep. Here we go, here we go. Fucking here. Oh, wait, that's. Give me the fucking. Oh my god, so I'll find it. Here it is. So it's like, I want to watch uh, the Sonic movie. I went to watch Sonic movie with my little brother, and there were. And I was really sad to see that there's really racist and homophobic. So we walked out and we went to see Birds of Prey and I loved it. My brother said that we should all be gay and do crime. Whatever you do, do not watch the Sonic film. <laughs> all right. 
<laughs> First off, so after watching, what? after watching, no, after after watching Harley Quinn, what part of it is we should be gay and do crime? There, there's crime being done, but what does being gay have to do with it? She don't understand. It's part of the agenda they're trying to. I, do, I just think she hasn't seen it. But the fact that these people like fucking Sonic was straight up yelling, fucking full blown plus R, uh, like real accent plus core. accent core plus R uh, racial slurs at the top of his lungs. I could not believe it. Like the fuck what did people actually think like this is obviously people just trying to get like public because they're going oh go see birds and prey instead birds of prey is an r-rated film 18 fucking plus what are you doing taking your family if this if you are who you say you are mr whatever the fuck you are taking your family to an r-rated film fuck it's so retarded but then so for the third one, and I'll, I'll wrap this on quickly because there's not a lot to say about it, but Sonic film, great. Had fun with it. Like, it's not a fantastic film, but I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Like, straight up, if you were going to see a movie and you were going to see Color of Outer Space, uh, fucking Birds of Prey or Sonic, my, my bets would be at fucking Sonic. Because... Well, like you said... You want to be disturbed? It's just a fun movie. It's, it's just a heard, general, like, like it is, it is a, it's a kid's movie through and through, obviously. Like, but, like, it's not bad. It's not fucking, like, the, the blow-up success everyone thinks it is. But it's not bad. I enjoyed it. Like, that's all I can really say. And, like... And you know they're going to make a sequel. This like they had a uh, stinger at the end of the film where fucking um, what's his face uh, tails come through a portal and he's like, oh, I'm on Earth. Uh, fucking guess guess Sonic's here. And so you know there's a sequel coming. Yeah, but my boy. But like movie's good. Like it's it, I would say it's like a seven out of ten. Like it's it's something I sat and watched and went okay. Like Jim Carrey does a lot of work in this film. Like Jim Carrey is just being Jim Carrey, and I get and I feel like it's like it's been a while since Jim Carrey has done Jim Carrey. See, it's but yeah, it's interesting because we've talked about a movie with Jim Carrey and with um, who was playing Out of Space again? Nick Cage. Oh, Nick Cage. Nick, I kind of feel like, to me at least, from the bit I've seen. That they've both of them have managed to bear become both underrated and overrated at the same time. Um, I would say Jim Carrey is a bit overrated if he does anything but his like Jim Carrey comedy self. It's pretty fucking bad. Jim Carrey cannot act seriously. He cannot act brooding, dark, or any of that. He just can't. It comes across as like minimal effort. And that's the thing about like Jim Carrey is like he's great at being a comedic actor, but his serious roles are so fucking the effort just doesn't feel like it's there. It's like it's like he doesn't want to be there, but he's trying to be there. Yeah, but I feel like more and so in with Nick, Nick Cage, Cage, the stuff that he's the stuff that most people think of with Nick Cage is stuff like 
Night at the Museum. Not Night at the Museum. That was different. Face Off. Um, The Librarian. That's the one I was thinking of. Mm. Stuff like that. But his more serious ones, like Lord of War. Like, he is a a goddamn competent actor in multiple facets. At the same time, this movie is classic Nick Cage. has classic Nick Cage acting in it. Like, the sort of, like... Like... The, the flamboyant sort of over-exaggerating Nick Cage. There is some of that in this film. Not all of it, but, like, he does do some serious stuff and then he just does some Nick Cage stuff. Like, I feel like Nick... Like, when people hire Nick Cage as an actor, they know what they're getting. They're not telling him to be a certain thing. They're just basically saying, we know you're going to act as Nick Cage. So we're going to sort of write the script around that that's how i feel but yeah like nick cage does have decent acting in color out of space but then he does have some like fucking over the top acting as well like whenever he's like sort of making fun of his daughter in some way he's like putting on his voice like like he's doing that and i was like the fucking nick cage is alive and well i see (laughs) but yeah like so those are the three movies I saw this week. Uh, Color Out of Space, pretty fucked up. Birds of Prey, pretty bad. Uh, and uh, what was the other one? Um, Sonic, decent. You know, if you had to watch any one of those three, um, you're only going to be able to watch either Birds of Prey or sonic because fucking color out of space especially in adelaide right now was only shown at one cinema on the other side of town was this the one that was also the same only cinema that showed the live action jojo yes so i'm guessing you just live in the arse end of nowhere then no he lives in adelaide yeah like i live in adelaide it's just like yeah, but I said like Alex, this one you cinema live in a Melbourne suburb, and you're still in the arse end of nowhere. Yeah, well, that's they're because public transport th- doesn't fucking exist where I live. They're not quite mutually exclusive. <laughs> but it's like I said, like this one cinema in like in the far end of Adelaide is the only cinema that shows this kind of stuff, and it's a fucking it's event cin- it's event cinemas it's a big chain cinema. They have multiple of event cinemas around Adelaide. It's just the only one that shows the sort of other stuff. And that's the sort of thing. It's like... Yeah. But if we want to jump back onto Birds of Prey for a second... Mm. Uh, we can, So the Birds of Prey, the, in the movie, they're sort of fashioned as like a anti-hero villain kind of team, yeah? Yes and no. It's a mix of heroes and villains. Yeah, so, like, anti-hero would be the best. Well, no, some are straight-out villains and some are straight-out, like, good guys. Yeah. Well, the whole Birds of Prey are just supposed to be a full-on good guy team. Hmm. Yeah. With the leader of the Birds of Prey being fucking Batgirl. Yeah, that's the, um, Cassandra, what her name is. No, Barbara Gordon Batgirl. Yeah, who's that? Honestly, the first Batgirl who later went on to become Oracle. See, uh, honestly, the Birds of Prey's le- main members, all four of the main members of the Birds of Prey, are Batgirl, Barbara Gordon, Black Canary, Huntress, and Lady Blackhawk. 
they're the birds of prey with recurring characters uh including big barter black alice blue beetle who is a man um mm-hmm. hawk who is also a man uh nightwing who is also a man um, but they're just birds oh no those those are the birds we're getting to the not birds blue beetle mm-hmm. who's also male is. but yeah not a bird because he's a fucking beetle um where else is there there's also jade canary uh judo master katana manhunter misfit poison ivy power girl savant the secret six strix spy smasher starling vixen and wildcat and what's and the wildcat's point also a guy what's the point the yeah. point is the whole movie was based around the idea that the that someone took one look at the birds of prey and went oh it's just an all-female movie at that one song that well, was the in same thing Batman, Brave with the, the avengers like yeah you just have the mainline avengers even though the avengers is like a wide cast it's just yeah. basically like they can't fit everyone into it and yeah i'm not point. saying they can they can fit everyone into it the point i'm trying to make here is when they made the birds of prey whoever the director or whoever was pitched the birds of prey they look they obviously and evidently from what we can gather from you know the history of the birds of prey and how the movie turned out that someone wanted to take harley quinn from that piece of shit suicide squad movie also that's getting a sequel um and is fucking just put it on there as this stupid pandering to the fucking crybabies of the internet Alex, which Alex. never fucking works out i'm pretty sure but uh suicide squad isn't getting a sequel i'm pretty sure they're doing a new suicide squad and pretending the yeah old i heard exist. i heard of rebooting it not <laughs> sequeling it but like I if will, you spent money if you spent money on margaret robbie you want to fucking get as much out of her well she's back in suicide squad 2021 that's yeah, what's because she is basically harley quinn now which is so fucking shit because she's such a crap Harley Quinn. I, I'm not a fan of Harley Quinn, so I'm, I, I'm not I'm really a not fan of the DC universe. For two reasons. One, I haven't seen the movies. Two, and this is the same thing with Jared Leto. The bits I've seen of Leto. Jared Leto, Leto was not a good Joker. That said, I yeah. don't really think that was his fault entirely. And this is the same reason why I don't really have any issue with um, what, Margaret Robbie is that Margaret Robbie yeah yeah, yeah. Margaret Robbie um is because is it? I it's, am yeah, fairly convinced that ninety percent of the issues are the writers the writers the directors it was more yeah. of a directors they had multiple people writing and directing for yeah. Suicide Squad because like, Mar- Margaret Robbie's not a bad actress she's been you know, in some pretty good roles. It's you know, just her as Harley Quinn is not good. Just, yeah, her, her, she does not work as Harley Quinn. But in terms one of like Harley said, Quinn, because it was written poorly. Oh, it's not only was it like, written poorly, no, it's no, just... I, I, she, feel, I feel Harley Quinn, from what I've seen, Margaret Robbie is acting a little, like, too crazy for Harley, for Harley Quinn. From what I've seen, she's more of like a lappy. This is from my experience of seeing Harley Quinn, and I, my own experience of seeing Harley Quinn is through the games. Yeah, and that is like Harley Quinn's more of like a. She's smart, but 
she also is more of like a lapdog for the Joker. She's not she fucking... Is. She's not like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm out to hurt people, yada, yada, yada. It's more of like whatever Mr. J says. Yeah, but you also... She, she lives and breathes the Mr. J juice. You, you also need to remember that, again, the way a character portray- is portrayed is often not the decision of the actor. It depends. Because yes, it totally the decision, depends. decision of... Jared Leto's Joker is all his decision of portraying the Joker. That Absolutely. is him, how he portrays the Joker. And like we've talked about, I don't think that was a good performance. I do. Mm. And so, like, that, that was a that because he tried doing what Heath Ledger did and it was like fucking creep on the cast by doing weird shit and sending them like fucking condoms or whatever the shit is. And the cast were just not having any of that shit. Like, he was. His idea of what the Joker is did not line up with what Heath, Lever- Heath Ledger's idea of the Joker is. Like, in result. So, Heath Ledger did some kind of weird shit when he was, like, method acting for the Joker, but that made him the Joker he was. Fucking uh, Jared Leto tried doing the same thing because of what Heath Ledger did and got a completely different result. So, like... As I say, it, it's, it is... I would say, like, the direction of what they want the Joker to be is implemented, but at the same time, the method acting of what the actor portrays the character as is also a good, I'd say, 60 to 70%. Obviously, there has to be, like, you can't just be like, I think the Joker is a fucking pansy, so I'm going to act like a pansy Joker. It was like, no. There is an idea of what the Joker is. He's a criminal mastermind. How you portray that criminal mastermind has to be within some sort of like workings, because yeah. like, you can't just more, you can't just move the character. More what I'm saying is that I'm not I'm not going to judge judge Margaret Robbie on the performance of this. It, even after what we've said, how it's it's always a combination of the actors, the writers, and the directors, and all that. However, mm. we already know that the writing was a little bit of a shit show in Birds for of Prey. Suicide Squad. And for both. Birds really. of Prey, I'm not too sure. I haven't looked into the history of how that production went. Um, but my point is, we already know there was issues there, so I'm not going to judge her on it because we all already know it was handicapped. Yeah, I can, I can see that. It, 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 they've only got so much to work with, and it's just not good. Exactly. Like, that whole sort of gritty path that they've done for the DC Cinematic Universe has only worked for the animated versions of that stuff, from what I hear. Yeah. Well, DC's, that's, that's, that's because that is 100% like, the writing and directing, in, though. In that's general, not an acting. Marvel, the Marvel live-action has done a lot better than their... Um, Animation, animation and, yeah, and DC's comic books. vice versa. Yeah, their, their animation. Yeah, stuff which is which, like it's a weird, it's a weird and interesting juxtaposition between Marvel and DC because like Marvel's animated and comic book. Um, I'm I'm lumping them both in there, but I'll get to DC's comic book one in a second. Uh, Marvel's animated and comic book um releases have all been fucking terrible, like actually fucking garbage, and the new Avengers game that's coming out also looks super fucking Came garbage out. but we'll they, get onto that one in a bit they did some fixing on that I believe I haven't seen you, much I you can't done you bit. can't fix 
well, I haven't seen any fixing of it, but just from like a general standpoint, you can't fix something that stylized. Well, but they want no. they want no, to have it's, it look it's the, it's the hyper realistic. Facial people look the facial fuck ugly approximately is what people were saying. Right? Yeah, well people are looking fuck ugly. But I'm mainly drawing this to um to Miss Mar I maybe drawing this to Miss Marvel's powers fucking because her powers they just look really like in comic book form, they look really bad. In video game form, they have actually managed to get it to look worse. Hmm. Just stylistically. Because like her powers are embiggen. I shit you not, that's actually what they call it. That's that's her power. It's embiggen. And what fucking her power does is she can expand her body to fucking to stretch and to grow and shit. Yeah, we like know that. we know how she works. Yeah. So video game format wise whenever she does that shit it looks really really bad and that's in the promo art they've seen because i don't know if they want because i don't oh, know yeah, she's in the video no, game isn't she yeah she's in the video game she yeah, looks that, really that fucking sort of bad works like i see them going for that realistic thing but at the same yeah. time like that media is where i think it can work but I'm saying, like, the hyper-realistic style they've gone for doesn't work with the super-stylized power of Miss Marvel. Like, it barely works, and sometimes it doesn't in the comic book. And in the animated show, it fucking straight-up doesn't work there either. It looks really, really fucking terrible. But that's they've gone with this hyper-stylized look for the, for the Avengers video game because they're trying to, and I'm using this, like, in quotation marks because you know what? I'm just going to say allegedly because allegedly they're trying to get it to look as close to the movies as possible to bring in the people who go watch the Avengers movies but don't play the video games well that's just that's just like basic marketing really it's like hey look yeah. there is a massive market for the Marvel's films if we can translate it to the games then that's fucking mad bank yeah but it why wouldn't it you want to yeah, well, of course you'd obviously want to. Yeah, That's it doesn't, just smart it doesn't work for people like us who had more experience in the game world and seen wider range of designs. But for the everyday person, like, this is why Call of Duty is popular because the everyday person can Look, play I, it. I reckon, because it's really, they're hard stuck in the uncanny valley right now with the designs of the characters and the hyper-realistic yeah, setting but, and the stylized powers. They're but, hard stuck in the uncanny valley and a lot of people are going to bounce off that. no they're not because it's the general populace that they're aiming for people like yeah. us are gonna bounce off it cool but we make up like 20 percent of what the sales would be if you know they just left it like they're just going to leave it because they're going to make more money doing what they are doing now than they are going to lose from people in general like it's just them going we rather money and that's that's our business that's what a business does down. we rather money all right, that's... They have taken down all the screenshots on Steam that they had. Have they? Yeah. Why would they do that? I do not know why, but they have taken down all the screenshots on Steam. All that's left is just the banner the for Marvel part, Avengers yeah. and, the, uh, and the trailer. That's all that's up there now. They used to have a bunch of screenshots, but they're all gone. Yeah, they are gone. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, the environments in the game, super pretty. 
Miss Marvel's like a lot of the not fucking I got Miss Marvel's the only one we've seen right now who has the most stylized power. Doesn't work. It looks really, really fucking jank. I think it looks fine. I'm not gonna get like, it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. The Miss Marvel I'm seeing on the Steam page just looks fine. She's not like anything special, just it's just there. But anyway, I've digressed. Yeah. Uh, we've digressed yeah so Marvel Cinematic um, <laughs> Arena we're getting hey, back anyway, to the we've point we've digressed by the way let's go back into it no because we've gone back off the video game now so back into it Marvel Cinematic Arena really really good DC Cinematic Arena really really fucking pathetic DC's um, animated scene ama- ab- fucking absolutely amazing fucking hitting home runs uh, left right and center um, DC's comic book scene currently stumbling and falling over itself for the same reason that Marvel is. They're marketing their products to people who don't buy comic books because reasons. Yeah. All right. You rant over? Rant over. All right. So the games I played this week, I have finished two games. <gasps> Not like this week, but in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one being Death Stranding. Uh, that was fucking an experience of just like, what the f- it took i i when they i'm not going to spoil it because we're doing a playthrough of it but like when i saw the ending it's like a lot of things sort of lined up where i'm like oh okay now that makes sense and then there was one scene where i'm just like you couldn't be any more wrong if you tried Ooh. like like straight up like there's this one scene in which something happens and there's a discussion about it and i'm like me not sam me is going that's not how things work that's that's completely not true like even in the video game sense that's does that's not how it works and we will get to that when we cross that bridge huh get it sam bridges (laughs) anyway so yeah death training uh, overall, really like that game, uh, and we're also doing a playthrough on our channel, uh, Oz Plays Playthrough, which uh, we'll be doing some recording later. Uh, second game I finished, Tales of Berseria. Yep. Holy shit, that is a good ass game. Like it yep. upsets me that like, let's have a look because yeah, I'm aware considering how much you've been talking about it. Well, I was I was talking a fuck ton about it when I was playing it because it's pretty interesting. Uh, uh, let's have a look at the achievement I got. Da, 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 da. Where did it go? I had a, the achievement up here. Uh, only twenty percent of people who play who has played Tales of Berseria have finished it, and that upsets me because one, the story is fucking phenomenal holy shit that is a good uh story two the characters are fucking fantastic even the character i disliked they like maggie lou the witch the character i disliked that was their intention from the get-go they wanted you to dislike maggie lou and for a reason and boy does it fucking pay off as i'm sitting there going you know what I like this character after this event. Like, this is... I This is... They've obviously played up this character in a way, 
and this was all leading to this one thing which then changes these events and it's fucking amazing so that is great gameplay is fun as fuck it is literally like a uh, it's kind of like a uh, I want to say I wanna, it's a it's a active battle system in which you can you as you level up your character your character unlocks abilities Mm-hmm. and you can so you have your x y if i can i'm using a playstation controller you got your x square triangle circle button now you can map four abilities to a face button so uh you can have four of the same ability you can have four different abilities but you can map it to a button so if you press circle four times you will go through that combo but you can also go, okay, I'm gonna press circle twice and then I'm going to press triangle once and then square once and that will lead to this combo. And the amount of abilities you get, plus like like the, the level of combinations you could do, just makes fighting so fucking fun. Like it is straight up like a fun experience. Like how much hours I put? I put 52 hours into the game. Never once did I get bored of the combat like not at all like mind mind like the game like the start combat is pretty basic and it's like okay so but it's basic because the the system is kind of complicated so it, it it sort of edges you in slowly going okay let's unlock ability slower let's unlock like all this and that stuff and then you get fancy stuff etc etc so Combat's fantastic. Character's so, so fantastic. Like, Stories. You, you don't get. Oh, here's everything right at the start. It's like, no. Here's how you use this mechanic, and we'll. Yeah, so here's how you use this mechanic. Like, like when you level up, you unlock new abilities, and then you have like, um, so you have three kinds of abilities. You have martial arts, hidden arts, and malic arts. So martial arts are physically fighting uh, abilities. Hidden arts are like. Uh, arts that have a sort of element attached to it and then malic arts are pure magic mm-hmm. so you can combo you can literally combo like your martial arts with your malic arts so you can be doing like a fucking punch up what one two whatever and then throwing a fucking fireball but um like the, the fact that the game lets you play as any one of the characters that's in your party i think is great only problem is you don't have all those characters from the get-go which makes sense because they're introduced as the game goes but each character has their own fighting style so like velvet is like an all-rounder sort of character um eisen the pirate he is a a single target dps tank uh rokuro is the sort of samurai guy who does like a lot of fast attacks um what else is there oh calm down phone uh uh what's the name magilu is the black mage uh laffy laffy is the white mage and who was it uh eleanor eleanor is a sort of heavy hitting uh heavy hitting character so you have all those characters and you can play as either one of them the entire game well not entire game but like when you unlock them you can play as that character for the entire game for the rest of the game and that's that's really fun like being able to try different fighting styles etc etc so like the only critique i have of the game is the game starts off 
particularly slow and basic but i feel some of that um the basic part of the story is kind of like a it makes you want it makes you think that the game is a a simple revenge story because in the start of the game it's velvet her brother laughaset and her brother-in-law um fucking i can't remember his name uh artorius brother-in-law artorius or arthur and then velvet fucking walks in on arthur sacrificing laughaset to a fucking what looks like a god and it, well, that's not a good first impression it's not a good first impression is it and velvet's pissed velvet's fucking pissed so it's on like a fucking a crimson moon night which is like i can't remember exactly right off my head but it it's essential for a ritual and uh so last year gets uh sacrificed uh velvet loses her arm trying to save him and then ends up becoming a Therian, which is a demon that eats other demons and so her story is artorius killed my brother i'm going to kill artorius only problem is ever since this that fucking faithful night uh what the night i'm gonna call job security night (laughs) (laughs) because because artorius was a part of this uh exorcist guild that fights demons and demons are sort of ever present in the world and demons are born of maleficence maleficent which is basically like malevolence that's it which is like a evil like evil emotions within someone and ever since this night people can turn into demon if their malevolence like overwhelms them so because of that more people have been able to become exorcists because they're becoming more sensitive to uh because of the whole um crimson moon night and it's essentially like hey look uh i am the leader of i'm the fucking essentially like the figurehead leader of this exorcist thing and uh essentially what i did just made more demons thus since we didn't have that many demons before people couldn't really see the demons they did to it before they saw demons like they just saw literally someone fucking go crazy and commit evil crimes it turns out no they're actually demons so ever since then the people are getting are much more scared because now they can see demons and it's like yep uh basically what i've done is i've created a problem so i can be the solution thus i've created job security for me like i now have a job to do for and everyone's gonna fake me for it so that's that's the sort of situation it can it controls it's like so he's created job security because of what he's done and velvet just wants to kill a taurus and fucking that's that's perfectly understandable fucking murked your little brother right in front of you i'd be pissed too and like the story obviously changes and uh, something i could say that she's not a spoiler but how the story changes is it's it's it starts to not be a revenge story and more they just the end justify the means and this is for both artorius and velvet does the ends 
of what they want justify the means of getting it. And it becomes like a really good story of that. And it's fucking phenomenal. I absolutely loved it. It is straight up like, like this is my first Tales of game. And it's really weird because even though this is the latest Tales game to come out, it is a prequel to all the Tales games, apparently. Oh, so I started off at the very beginning. You started the so first when I, chronologically, but the last... It's the first chronically, yes. Uh, so the next game I was going to play is apparently second or third in chronological order, which is Tales of Zestiria, which goes off the events of Tales of Berseria. So me playing Tales of Zestiria is going to be a little more interesting because like when I saw the trailer for Tales of Zestiria, I'm like, holy shit, it's that character from Tales of Berseria. And I'm like, what, what, what are you doing here? And then like they start throwing some names around like, oh, that's Aizen. I went, wait, what, what, just what? And I'm sitting there going, like, I'm putting the dots together. So it feels like if you play Tales of Zestiria, Tales of Berseria answers all the questions that game doesn't answer. But if you play Tales of Berseria first, then you will go into Tales of Zestiria having knowledge of what actually happens. So, like, when something happens, I feel... You will benefit greatly from playing Tales of Berseria first. Even though I haven't like completed Tales of Zestiria, I feel that playing Tales of Berseria first to get the context before the questions are given to you will make your experience better than playing it the other way around. Because from what I've played at Tales of Zestiria so far, it acts, it creates these questions, but doesn't seem to answer them where Tales of Berseria answers the questions they asked. So if you play Tales of Zestiria first and then you get all these questions that have no answers, I feel that you can't, you f- like you kind of feel uh, incomplete. Like the story is incomplete, a detriment to the actual game itself. Whereas you play Tales of Berseria first, you have those answers to those questions that they ask, which will then make your experience of Tales of Zestiria complete. So that's I highly recommend Tales of Berseria. Story is fucking great. Um, a lot of fucking pop off moments where I just went, "Oh shit, son!" Like there's one scene that straight up chokes me up every single time I see it, and it's fucking. It is just like so good. Like. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they built up this a, a scenario from the start to have this little payoff segment, like, somewhere near the end. And I'm just like, that is fucking fantastic. That is good-ass shit right there. Like, as soon, as soon as, like, you had the music just swelling up and then fucking, like, the two characters are engaging, like, talking, and then, like, they start... You know, fucking just do it. It just goes hard and it makes me a bit fucking teary, not gonna lie. Like, it is that, like, oh, fucking, like mum used to make. I I wish I could show you, but I know you guys wanna play it and I don't wanna ruin it for you. So, like, it's it's just. Might play through it for the channel. 
like that does have co-op but i would like to see how that goes because i don't know if it's online co-op or if it's offline co-op because we'll, we'll it definitely we'll has see. co-op but yeah but here's the big question mm-hmm. are you excited for the next tales game yes tales of arise yeah tales of arise <laughs> tales of an actual proper name <laughs> uh incorrect there has been another tales of game that has a proper name yeah i would like to hear it <laughs> tales of graces I have not seen how, that. So, how did you name your game? Uh, we felt it very deeply connected to the human psyche, so we just smashed our head into the keyboard and used that. Tales of Zestria, Tales of Berseria. Isn't there uh, a couple other ones? Oh, no, Tales so of Series of Graces. Huge. Yeah. And then they ruined it. Yeah, there's Tales of Graces, Tales of Berseria, Tales of Crestoria. Tales of Graces Tales F. of Vesperia, Tales of Zestria, and Tales, Tales of, of the Rays. Arise. Tales of the Rays? No, Arise. there's Tales of the Rays. Arise? Arise no, is the e. Rays. No, no. Tales of the Rays. The Rays, no. Yeah. The Rays, yes. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the new game. Tales no, of no, Arise. We're not at Tales of Arise yet. There's still Tales of Eternia, Tales of Link, and uh, Tales of. It's F- a fucking Android game. Okay. It's still a Tales game. Yeah, and I then know. finally, Tales of Arise. Also, Tales of Asteria. Crestoria. Yep. But yeah, there's a so lot of Tales games. There's a, the Tales <laughs> is a massively running series, but I, I am like, I am on board. I'm all for it now. Like, fucking so this, give me some This is Tales what you're game. getting into instead of Fate. Yes. Fate's much smaller than this. Yeah, but Fate is also fucking a lot more convoluted. Not really. It's fucking... All right. I had a better experience playing Tales of Berseria than watching a fucking one season of that t- fucking Fate Stay series. You're going to have to narrow it down. Fuck, I can't remember. That's, <laughs> that's the thing. The fact <laughs> I have to narrow it down for you already shows you how convoluted Was it, it can Stay actually be. Night Unlimited Blade Works? I don't fucking remember. Uh, it's, un- it's the only two because Heaven's Feel a movie is a movie. So it was one of them. Right. But I, I watched it and I went, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't like this. Where Tales of Berseria, it's like saying you, you got to this over Final Fantasy. Of course I fucking did. What games has Fate got that is on the level of a Final Fantasy or Tales game? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say none. Exactly. It has not got a fully fleshed RPG out there. Except it, the it, only games it has is Fate, Link, Stella, whatever it is, and the, the Gotcha game. Yeah. And the original visual novel. And I, I care little for big series on, visual novels. On the loosest of technicalities that visual novels are games. Well, visual novels are interactive stories. Yeah, so, but yeah. Games so, are also interactive stories. There's yeah. just a varying degree of interaction. Yeah. Well, there you go. So yeah, Tales of Berseria. Barely fucking any to a great deal. Tales of Berseria, incredible game. Enjoyed every minute of it. Waiting for Tales of Arise. Three out of ten. <laughs> no, it, it, it is a like a fucking great game. I loved it. Uh, I highly recommend if you own it, do play it. Like, that's the kind of thing I feel people bounce off of. Because when I look at the achievements, like each achievement that I got that marks progression um less and less people 
it gets less and less out. people. It's it's like the it's like the Anjanath hunt in Monster Hunter. What? So like you can see the fucking. It's like after after you get to the point <laughs> oh, of the Anjanath hunt, when you look, people at just game... fall off really hard. Well, I I have always found that interesting. Looking, comparing uh, game achievements, just looking at them and going, where where do people cut off? Yeah, yeah. like so. I would say the sort of halfway mark is about 41% of players have achieved this achievement. And then the 66% mark, 24% of people. So after halfway, they lost like nearly 15%. And then the next checkpoint, which is about 80%, 23, 90%, 22, and 100%. 19.9 but like I said like it is a great game go play it if you haven't already or if you're even remotely interested in it you'll love it if you like a good story then you're gonna get a good story and finally last game I played well, still playing it's Final Fantasy 7 so I haven't beaten Final Fantasy 7. I played a little bit when I was young and not really into JRPGs. I was like, what the fuck is a Cloud Strife? Fucking this ain't Destruction Derby 2. This ain't Resident Evil. Fuck out of here. Like, if you think about it, uh, when did I get into... I'll, I'll find the image some, during my talk, but like, I only got into JRPGs or RPGs in general probably about like five years ago and like i got into jrpgs from persona 3 so when i played persona finished persona 3 i absolutely loved it and i'm like you know what like i i i have played jrpgs or rpgs when i'm younger it just never stuck with me like at all so i just didn't really wasn't really an rpg fan but uh when i was young i tried playing Final Fantasy 7 didn't really like it put it down now that I'm more knowledgeable knowledgeable about RPGs and how they work I'm giving it another fucking shake of the sauce bottle and uh yeah so like one I would say uh I feel and this is gonna stir some controversy that the game is overrated as hell like Back when it came out, I completely understand it being the shit. It being fucking the the game that any RPG fan loves. I can completely understand that. But Does the game hold up to maybe. today's standards? Maybe. Does the game story hold up in today's standards? Very little. So the game has like the game has this sort of story elements in which the like, overall story is fairly interesting how they go about the story is not not good so it's like how Sephiroth became a bad guy was hey look we went we me and Sephiroth went down to fucking Niflheim to check out the Mako reactor because something's acting up and there's something going wrong we need to go check it out let's do this we get in there we get into the reactor and there's a big fucking like a big 
I say like a big room with Genova on the top of it. And he's all like, Genova? But that's my mum's name. And then he looks in one of the fucking pods and it's like, that's a monster. Am I a monster too? Ah, I'm a bad guy now. <laughs> like, that's how it happens. Oh, wait I'm a minute. I'm not even I kidding. I forgot evil was hereditary. Sorry, so I've been n- late. So not, so not only is he like, am I a monster? I'm a bad guy. Right, yeah. As soon as he leaves fucking um, the reactor, burns down the fucking town. Like burns down the town on his way out after re- after coming to a realisation himself going like he's going am I a monster I must be a monster no definitive proof it's just him going this must be me and just fucking burns down my hometown just fucking cooks it because fuck knows why so yeah I'm saying like it's some of the way that it does its story is pretty horrendous but oh, there are good aspects in the story which i do like like um one one part of the story is the destruction uh, destruction of sector seven in midgar which is kind of like the slums so um shinra's president is like oh this damn avalanche like actual avalanche is an actual terrorist group not like oh we're doing like they say they are doing this for the good of the people but they are killing people in the process to do it <laughs> it's like let's blow it's up the reactor expendable casualties let's let's acceptable blow up. casualties let's they blow up both. the reactor because it hurting the planet yo you're killing the planet so the shinra president is like you know what avalanche lives in sector seven how about we just drop a fucking metal plate on it like a massive metal plate on sector seven killing almost everyone and everything in it it's like but isn't that bad and it's like no people are actually going to thank us for this and when people do thank us for it we're going to jack up the price of our energy 15 percent what? And they will still thank us for it. So they just <laughs> create... That's not like, math and right. Well, that's the thing. It's like they just kill people, like kill so many women, children, men, women, children in Sector 7. And like the way the game goes about it is actually like really decent. It shows like, like not only casualty, but like in the sense of the... How can I put it? Like the, sev- the severity of the situation. And it does that very well. And I'm like, that's fucking great. And then... And then they have fucking Chocobo races. And it's like... You, you go from like, oh shit, we just got out of Midgar to... Hey, we need a Chocobo. Like... The game fucking... Like, it moves from scene to scene so incredibly quickly. Like, the pacing is very good. Because it doesn't drag on in one place. It always has something new all the time and that's great but like some of this weird stuff like it gets later to the game some of the weird stuff hasn't like starts happening and it's like but but why and it's like okay well this is the scenario i'm like okay cool but why <laughs> and then there's this one thing like obviously the whole air of dies thing 
Like Cloud's like, I have to go up in Eris. I need to talk to her. So you go up there and then you're stuck in front of her. Like you can't do anything but raise your sword and try to hit her. Like that's the only thing you can do. And I'm like, why? Like there's, it, it, it go like goes further into the game that there's a sort of plot of like how Cloud is sort of being controlled. But at the same time, it's like, I need to go talk to Aerith. You go up to Aerith and it's like, now trying to hit her with my big sword. I'm like, why? I don't know. I'm like, okay. I, I can understand if it's like, hey, look, you can't, like, you can't actually do anything. The only thing you can do is raise your sword and try to hit her with it. And I was like, I can understand it's like if you're being controlled and like that's the only thing you're allowed to do. And that sort of makes sense. But it's just so out of what's expected. Like, hey, I need to go talk to Aerith. And it's like, by the way, I'm just going to raise my sword and try and hit her. And it's like, why though? I'm like, why <laughs> it, am I? It sounds why like do I... you're experiencing a lot of okay, but why? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of like, okay, but why? And it isn't like really pass through that you are being controlled uh, other than the fact that Sephiroth controlled you to give him the black materia which is the materia to create a comet to help because Sephiroth's big plan is hey look I am going since the the planet is uh, has life energy Mako flowing through it uh if the planet gets hurt or damaged, it will then use Mako to recover the damage. Use that life energy to recover the damage. So, like, what Sephiroth wants to do is to throw a massive fucking meteorite at the planet so when the planet tries to recover from, like, an extinction event, he will then absorb all the Mako, thus making him a god. And, like, that's pretty clever. Like, because he knows how the planet works. He wants to injure the planet not to, like, use up all the life essence, all the Mako, but to absorb it into himself. So he, because he has this now, this fucking mother complex. It's like, I'm doing this for mother. Mother. And it's like, okay, cool. You're a bitch, though, but I'll live your dream. And then Cloud starts going a bit weird and all sort of stuff, but I'm at this part in the game where it's like there is a meteorite you can see in the sky hurling towards the planet, and I'm out here breeding chocobos because I want that Knights of the Round material. <laughs> That's it. I want, I want a gold chocobo so I can have the best fucking summon in the game, but no, the chocobos aren't behaving at all. It's like, I'm looking up all these guides on how to do it. And it's just like, oh, by the way, um, like, hey, if you do this and this, you will get this chocobo and then you started. And I'm like, all right, I did this and this. And why the fuck do I have a fucking normal chocobo? <laughs> like, no matter what I tried, the chocobo wouldn't be blue. It's like, you need to breed a very a good or a very good chocobo with a wonderful chocobo using this special nut which you can only get from an enemy that you have to steal from who has like 30,000 HP 
and you only get one per monster so you have to gr- defeat him multiple times and then you should get a river chocobo which is a blue chocobo or a mountain chocobo which is a green chocobo and it's like yeah once that's done you need to do this i'm like i'm I'm fucking doing exactly what it says and i'm not getting fucking anywhere i literally like tonight i'm just going to release all my chocobo and start from fucking scratch because if that doesn't work then i'm done knights of the round can go fuck itself but yes that is my week no i haven't done it yet i'm going to though but that is my week it only took us two hours to get through everyone's weeks good job Hey, man, you fucking added it on to time talking about your DC comic stuff. It's fucking you're here talking about Chocobo's not fucking correctly. Yeah, that's because it's a part of my week. Just exactly. can't buy some fucking Chocobo aphrodisiac. Just No, no, you need... A, you can't get this nut. You have to fucking harvest the nut from some dinosaur and then give that nut to another Chocobo to nut in another Chocobo. You know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it is literally called, like, a choro, choro nut. Like, that is 100%. Oh, where are we going? But yeah, it's 100%. It's like a, like a nut. It's called a nut. And like, fuck you. Yeah, that's my week. Yeah. That's why I wanted to see how your week's going, because I had a long week. Yep. Uh, I think we can smash through some of these things fairly decently. So what is it? What's up first? The uh, netcode fix for uh, Street Fighter Five. Yeah. So netcode for Street Fighter Five. Capcom released a patch which um, straight up deletes the fan made netcode patch that was made. Uh, and people saying they're getting banned if they have it or some shit like that. So I did some investigating into this scenario. So a fan released a patch for Street Fighter V's netcode, which because fixes the, the netcode. The main complaint about Street Fighter V is that it's got shit netcode. The connection mm-hmm. sucks all kinds of ass. And someone released a patch that fixed it. I don't know how you managed to mod a game to fix the network connection, but this guy managed to do it's it. It's in code. It's in code. Oh, I'm aware. Like, but mm. you still get my point. Yeah. Making a so mod the- to fix a connection issue is not the easiest thing to do oh no it, it took this guy a couple of days to do like he had to first reverse engineer the uh net code and then he literally fixed the net code in a day like the, it was that i would say simplistic of a fix it would have taken him a day if he just had the code to begin with huh. but um so he released it and it basically improved greatly the rollback netcode because Street Fighter V uses GGPO, but it uses a weird version of it. And uh, he, this fan released a patch in which basically made GGPO rollback work a lot better than it was. Uh, and then Capcom released a patch saying something about adjustments yeah, for netcode. Made an adjustment to fix the netcode, and what this translated to, right, was they didn't fix the netcode, and they broke the patch. That well, that's it. the thing. So they came out saying a netcode adjustment has been made, and the game is now available for all players. So what the fan-made patch did was stop crossplay completely. You only let PC people connect with other PC people. And PlayStation, Xbox, 
people could not play with PC people. So that's what they meant by uh, when they said, hey, look, this is now, uh, game is now available for all players. So, so they did that. And then there was an actual change to the netcode. So what they did was disable the net, fan-made netcode and then implemented a patch into their current netcode. Now, people are saying that the netcode is much worse. It's just broken the fan-made patch to not work, or apparently I haven't seen anything specific about it, but people are saying people are getting banned straight, like outright. Um, but yeah, uh, people who have been playing with the patch have had very mixed results. It's either it's doing it's not perfect but it's doing better than it was before or holy shit it's now unplayable there is like people are going it's better or it's god awful so people are coming out saying no this is correct and people are coming out like i i checked on the street fighter 5 reddit and people are like stop all the misinformation stop spreading rumors and lies that the net code isn't fixed and it's like well it's correct it technically isn't fixed just because it was it works from better for some players does not mean all people are fucking living easy people are getting much worse games than they ever have before in fact the adjustments that they made for the netcode has straight up made matchmaking even worse because one street fighter 5 does not allow uh reasonable reasonable play so you can't select which region you want to play in it just matches you with fucking random people all around the world. And some people are like, yeah, I was getting matched with people, you know, like states over, yada, yada, yada. Now I'm getting matched with people on a different continent. And, you know, they, like, some people were looking, like, I was seeing one uh, person tweeting their gameplay thing. It's like, he recorded his match of how fucking choppy the match was like it was straight up like characters were teleporting all over the fucking place and he checked his profile and it's like yeah i live in washington this guy's from argentina so and some people were having like i remember seeing a tweet from some guy he's like hey look um the like I can understand Capcom is doing what they can for the netcode thing, but if you're not going to allow reasonable selection, then at least let my ban list be infinite. Because this one guy is playing, would just like straight out block anyone who is from a different continent. And since the list is 200, like the block list is only 200 big, uh, and it's full for him because he keeps getting matched with people all over the world with terrible connection. Like, he he can't ban all fucking people. Just let him have either an infinite ban list where he can stop playing with people from different continents or let reasonable play happen. So, yeah. So, if the Street Fighter community is... It is all over the fucking joint because people are saying it's great. People are saying it's worse. Um, people are saying like, fuck the whole crossplay thing. Just let the fan patch work. Uh, people are saying now like the fan patch straight up bans people. It's all over the fucking place. And we're getting reports from every fucking side of everything right now. So 
nothing the weird part is they didn't they just go a netcode adjustment has been made for the game okay cool why don't you just say what it is what did you adjust and why wouldn't you say what you adjusted like why don't you say hey look uh we've disabled this netcode fan patch to enable crossplay or something like that like just say what you did but they didn't enable crossplay you just said they fucking ruined it no the fan patch ruined it the oh, guy the, fan the, patch ruined the, the guy who made the the fix for the netcode straight up stopped any crossplay with consoles uh, so that's that, why they is that really well, such a bad thing did, well did that's what people are saying stop, did the patch stop crossplay, or is that you could only play with other patched people which... no patch stop crossplay. you okay. can play with people who didn't have patch okay but yeah it straight up stopped crossplay. so people on pc couldn't play with consoles and vice versa and uh people are saying like fucking i would rather no crossplay and good netcode over crossplay. Which for a game like Street Fighter Five, I can understand crossplay working quite well because there is no advantage for having a PC or a console. You're on equal playing fields regardless. But uh, yeah, like people are saying, I'd much rather a like the life and death of a game, in my opinion, for a fighting game, relies on network, relies on its multiplayer. Oh, easily, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, you cannot have a game run, like a fighting game, run solely on a single player experience alone. Like back in the day in the PlayStation 1 and 2, yeah, you kind of had to. But now that the internet is such an available resource to everyone, it's made the fighting game scene much bigger than it was. And the fact that we have the technology to have good netcode they're just not using it because it's not the way they do things quote unquote is pretty much was the life and death of street fighter 5 it's going hey look the netcode is so shit people just leaving people don't want to play street fighter 5 outside of tournaments because the netcode is that fucking bad people would rather just move on to something else that does have good netcode I don't know how the netcode, how difficult or resource heavy uh, implementing good GGPO is or is not. I have seen fucking sh- like indie games, like I think them's fighting herds and uh, animal fighters has proper GG GGPO um, rollback netcode. Like the games that are just like you know almost mockery fighters have better netcode than professional games like blaze blue and street fighter five like that's that's crazy like i feel like if it's that easily to implement why wouldn't you but i don't know like development behind fighting game netcode so yeah there's a that's an interesting one to fucking keep an eye on it's like fucking capcom are like yeah nah, no more for you uh what else is there bioware plans a complete overhaul for anthem yeah so bioware have come out and gone hey guys we did an oopsie no no, no, it's not so much we did an oopsie he's like hey guys we heard from you loud and clear that the game might not be in a tip-top shape it's like great you're just a year late (laughs) 
you're a year late on that one. It's like, hey, we need to. They said, um, fucking, where is it? I don't care about the sources. Like they, they came out and said, hey, look. Do you, uh, do you want me to read out the whole quote? Uh, yes. All right. So it was made by Casey Hudson. Uh, someone at Bioware like I don't know his exact role at Bioware uh, he's producer I'm pretty sure okay so Casey Hudson the lead producer of Bioware uh, allegedly producer of Bioware just in case we're wrong of Anthem Uh, not Bioware it's just Bioware so I think he's moved on to the Anthem project anyway uh, the whole thing is hey everyone one year ago we were preparing to launch Anthem a game that represented a big leap into new territory for us as a studio it was an exhilarating and terrifying experience to go out into the world with something new and different and we are grateful to all the players who have come along with us on the journey it has been a thrill for us to see the creativity of our players in designing customized javelins and watching them master Anthem's flying and fighting gameplay I am so proud of the work the team has put into this game and at the same time there's so much more we and you would have wanted from it over the last year the team has worked hard to improve stability performance and general quality of life while delivering three seasons of new content and features we also have heard your feedback that Anthem needs a more satisfying loot experience, better long-term progression, and a more fulfilling endgame. So we recognize that there are still more fundamental work to be done to bring out the full potential of the experience, and it will require a more substantial reinvention than an update or expansion. Over the coming months, we will be focusing on a longer-term redesign of the experience, specifically working to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clearer goals, motivating challenges and progression with meaningful rewards, while preserving the fun of flying and fighting in a vast science fantasy setting. Uh, and to do uh, that properly, we'll be doing something we'd like to have done in uh, like to have done more the first time around, I'm, giving I'm, a focus team the there. time to test and iterate focusing on gameplay I'm going to stop you there. So, like... Yeah. The... the what they did not address is that how the game works with armor and weapons they haven't addressed that they said core gameplay loop which is farming for weapons end game goals which is obviously end game uh raids and shit like that uh what seasons are they fucking talking about they the ones that got cancelled yeah the ones That's that the showed, only they released one to. fucking raid post release, which yep. was horrid from what I heard, and then they put everything else on hiatus. Yep. So, what fucking seasonal content are you talking about? You better not talking about Christmas season because that shit's still uh, there yeah no uh we can actually go ahead and verify that because i did pick up anthem for five dollars at eb games because that is all the game is worth uh barely uh but yes no the christmas decorations are actually still up can confirm they have not even taken down the christmas decorations like obviously ea does not want uh as more money spent than it already has on this game there is a skeleton crew obviously working on this game if they haven't even updated the uh the seasonal the christmas, yeah. the, 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 the christmas stuff Two in in content yeah so like so we're almost we're almost coming up to the third month now holy as shit as i said like the game isn't so much lacking in content for its core gameplay loop and stuff like that it is fundamentally broken at the core of the game because how the game works with weapons and armor 
So like th- that needs to be fixed. Otherwise, what is the point in fixing like the progression system if the progression system still doesn't work? So the- they they need to they need as I said, they need to do a Final Fantasy 14 which they have to fucking start from scratch and build the game up again. Yeah. Uh, Casey Hudson has said here and quoting, it will require a more substantial reinvention than an update or expansion. Yes. So we can take that as Casey Hudson, if he is in charge of um, Bioware at the moment and the Anthem project, that he will be looking more to reinvent the game uh, on the core mechanical level than just simply update it. No. And I can say that because he's just going, we, we, what was his quote? Uh, it will require a more substantial reinvention than an update or expansion. Yeah, it will require, meaning they still haven't, they are not addressing the actual issue that is saying, hey, look, we need to, you know think about what we need to do it's not him saying this is what we are going to do it's him saying hey look what i just discussed we're going to fix it I'm like cool what about the how the fucking weapon and armor system works uh like, my more concern is are they going to pull more of their bioware magic bullshit well if they do then like the bioware magic's gone like that's the, the obvious. Bio- Ever since fucking Andromeda, the magic's gone. No, no, no. Do you do you know what Bioware means yeah, when they I say know, Bioware yes, magic? Yes, it's they fucking yeah. crunch and it yeah, works. Super hard crunch. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Doesn't work it, anymore. It, it never fucking worked. <sighs> it did. Because yeah, it fucking- did, and that was the fucking sad part that it did. But yeah, no, it did. Um, if, but if any, on the off proven- chance that any Bioware employee listens to this, please, for the love of fucking god if they try to crunch you sabotage the project please jesus fucking please <sighs> yeah let's just do do whatever you can they don't deserve you you know, like crunch is a fact like it's a shit fact and it shouldn't be a case that's fucking workplace abuse no matter how you want to cut yeah, the mustard it is but at the same time people go with it because there's no other option yeah and that's fucking shit Oh, no shit, but there's nothing, like, that can be done. It's just ingrained into what the gaming culture is of today. Like, crunch culture is a fact. Yeah, and it's fucking sad that that's a fact. It's absolutely pathetic, and no one should ever be supporting that fact at all. And I'm glad that a lot of people are coming out and saying that this fact is bullshit, but you still have fucking people who are buying these shitty fucking games and supporting that fucking crunch culture bullshit. Yes, Alex. Hey, I bought my game for five dollars. <laughs> like, support- if anything, I'm supporting EB Games. Oh, they're already going out of business. Oh, they are fucking gone. They're, yeah, like, they're on their way out. What they're doing right now is like, there's, unle- I highly doubt anything is really going to be fixed. No. Well, you can say that, but I still highly doubt because one. No, I'm agreeing with you. Nothing's going to be no. fixed. One. there is a definite skeleton crew working on this ea does not want to spend more money in fixing this game without without the acknowledgement of like money coming back out yeah like they've already dropped anthem's value down to it like the lowest it can be without being free no so 
the fact is, like, no, they, they haven't they haven't touched Ansem's price at all. You know, that, like physical copies. You bought yours for five dollars, right? I bought mine for EB Games at five dollars. If you go to the yeah, Origin store right not, now, people are not going to pay full price for this game. Yeah, I know. But if you go to the Origin store right now, the game is still ninety dollars. Yeah, people are not going to pay that. I know they're not going to pay that. That's why I'm saying their money is not coming back regardless. The game yeah. is almost worthless. The game is entirely worthless. Oh, no, because they're not giving it away for free at stores now, are they? Well, no. Like what yet. they do with Fallout. It's like, hey, you bought AA batteries. Here's a copy of Fallout 76 for free. Jesus. Fuck. Well, that was in Germany, wasn't it? Yeah. But it's like yeah. people are either going to buy the game now at the price it is, like $5, $10, or they're not going to buy it at all. Like... EA putting more money into this is financially a stupid idea. You have a better chance of making Anthem 2 than you do fixing Anthem 1. Because Anthem yeah. 1 has already had its value dropped. People are not going to pay full price for this game regardless. Like, even if even if they saw it, it's like, dude, EB Games, any fucking physical game store is going to have this game at like 80% 90% of the cost like that, like 80 90% discounted like it's going to be dirt cheap I want to actually check and if... for them to fundamentally redevelop the game oh. like you need a bigger crew ah uh, the... shit I should have gone to JB Hi-Fi well how much they have it for $4 oh fucking competitive but like it's it's just so thinking that they are going to redesign the game and fix it i think is very wishful thinking and also very unrealistic thinking i guess but we'll only see what happens oh yeah. damn but like only if you know the scenario like if you're like a fucking everyday gamer you're not going to be paying much attention as to like the development of what anthem also should is you're going to play it and you go yeah. like i didn't like it or i liked it that you're not going to be sort of swayed by the uh industry news of what happens with Anthem and shit like that. It's either going to be I played it and didn't like it or I played it and I did like it. There's nothing more to that. The problem is what fucking this guy is talking about is a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of effort. EA would rather have Bioware working on projects with potential profit rather than projects that have already lost money. Like, like Anthem. Like Anthem. Anthem, ha like, from what I remember, they fucking lost a fuck ton of money on this. Because... Uh, just... Mm? Uh, Big W has Anthem for $20. That's still, like, $70 cheaper than 90 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, I'm looking around at a bunch of stores seeing how far they've dropped Anthem. Like, strictly... Well, not strictly bricks and mortar, but, you know. Just regular... Any stores. But yeah, like... Yeah, any stores. As I said... People are people are gonna do exactly what you did and go. Oh, they might fix Anthem. I'll pick it up for a fucking steal. All right. Yeah. No one in their right mind is going to see Anthem get fixed. Like let's say let's say that's just human idea. And let's say they redesign the game from the ground up and it is now a fully functioning game. Cool. Yep. Still, no one is going to buy it for ninety dollars. No one in the fucking world is going to see it on Origin and go, I'm going to buy it for that price. 
because everyone who knows about yeah. Anthem is yeah, going to see fucking... No trust it. Well, it's not just that, but everyone's going to see the price was five ten dollars even if they bump the price up a little bit like at jb hi-fi or whatever it is like they're not going to substantially they're not going to bump it up to ninety dollars no 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 they're going to no, drop it they're all. going to keep it at the price it is or bump it up just a little bit higher even like, then I'd, I'd see eb games and jfb hi-fi bumping it up to match uh big w at the moment at twenty dollars but uh at if we best do, at, at best that's best. that's that's at best but i'm gonna actually go back to eb games uh website here for a second hit up that old anthem goodness because the anthem legion of dawn edition uh that's twenty dollars so i said like wait what the fuck eb games what the fuck what the fuck eb what the, what An- the anthem fuck? anthem brand new five dollars mm-hmm. anthem pre-owned nine dollars you know you know why that is right is it because they have a buy one get one free deal on at the moment? No, because no? when they bought Anthem back in the trade-ins, they paid more oh. than five dollars. Yeah, they would have lost money on that. They they have to try and recoup some money somehow. They can't. The new ones can come in cheap, but they paid I said like five something dollars for it to begin with. Like they would rather put it up there for the chance of being bought, like of someone not seeing a fucking brand new copy of Anthem for five dollars. They'd rather yep. have the second-hand copy out and show... Because that's, that's how they make their money. They sell second-hand games. Yeah, that's how I bought the uh, first Valkyria Chronicles. Second-hand. So, like, they, they obviously, they obviously are trying to make some money back. It's like, yeah. hey, look, we they paid, like, make some money $10 back fucking... for this buying when the game was, like, we're selling for, like, $40. Yeah. And now they're going to try and make their money back with a $9 buy one, get one free. Hmm. Which they hope someone will just take it as the get one free. So yeah, just some money some money any money so yeah Anthem's still a shit show and yeah. I'll make it for our last fucking thing uh, Sony files a patent for a guide AI that sells microtransactions if you're stuck now this is a bit clickbaity this title right. here is a bit clickbaity because the game doesn't sell you microtransactions if you're stuck the game offers you resources in order to pass a particular part that you're stuck in which yeah, contains yeah. microtransactions it like, doesn't go hey look you're stuck like i'm looking at the pattern it doesn't go hey look you're stuck in this area have a look at this guide have a look at this guide or the game offers this in the store to help you yeah it says 80 percent of players like you defeated the boss using resource x resource mm. x is available in the store for 5.99 but yeah, it, the pattern That's what it does the patent on their patent website is basically often there may be in-game resources or the game environment that could use an aid to accomplishing the objective with the character the in-game resources may be downloadable content add-ons upgrades items tips strategies communal data etc however the user is not necessarily aware that such a resource exists so that's what it is it's offering resources for you to pass this if you are having trouble with this one area this guide AI is meant to offer you suggestions. It doesn't go, hey, look, um, you're stuck on this boss, buy this. It goes, hey, look, you're stuck on this boss. Here's a guide, here's some tips, here's some resources. Like it offers yeah. you suggestions. It doesn't, like that's why this title's clickbait as fuck. Because yeah, it, 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 does, sell, it does sell you, you microtransactions, microtransactions, but it's not, it's this, 
title says like hey it sells you microtransactions if you start like no it gives you no. resources if you're stuck yeah it doesn't one of them being one of them being sell things. microtransactions it, now this is the interesting part though, and it still is yeah. not a uh great. it's not like back in the good old days when you can just tell someone to get good well, it's more, no, it's, back in the days we had guides you know yeah. morally great to have that patent there no yeah, so but obviously at the people same time, like, right, this is the weird, this is the one thing at the same time one this is sony that's doing it offering it through their obviously a playstation service microtransactions are all up to the developer yeah so it either this is one or two things one sony getting a cut of the microtransaction from the sale or two um the developer well, this could be one of three things my sony gets a cut that's one that's one potential two the developer adds microtransactions to help with certain aspects because of this machine or three which i just had in my head and it fucking flew out for some reason um oh fuck it's gone so uh, well let's do it for the two now it's like there's it, it wasn't it was a not it wasn't a nefarious reason it was more of like a legitimate reason but like there's two nefarious things that could have come of it and there's like a le- legitimate thing that could come of it it's like hey look uh some people may like like some people like you know, look at these guys and stuff like even then like we could still offer microtransactions but even then microtransactions like the way these things worded out is basically saying hey look um people who beat this boss were using this shield do you want to buy this shield in yeah. the in-game store so, so you, you could definitely see it working as kind of a um and here's here's the nefarious the aspect you see it kind of, of it. working is um for example you could go hey a lot of people use this armor because it's ice resistant and the boss uses ice you know you get what i mean have you considered mm. swapping your gear to something more acceptable you know, so this is where this is where it can, can become nefarious is it was like hey look 80 percent of players who beat this boss was using this shield what's to say that shield had anything to do with them beating the boss yeah. what's to say like them yeah. buying that shield actually helped them beating the boss it could be a straight up cosmetic shield completely and the game's like oh they were wearing the shield at the time therefore they this this one purchase um can help you like that's a yeah, nefarious it's, it's thing implying something that just straight up isn't true mm. and then there's also the arguments like oh man sony are patenting it but i hope they're not going to use it like we've been through this i think like last time we were on the podcast it's like patents cost money people don't just patent things just to sit on them they patent so they can use it same thing with call of duty where it's just like hey look we're going to offer this person a better weapon in a nefarious like sort of way and it's like that's that's super nefarious is what they're doing and the patent like there's no way they're going to go we're patenting this so we can sit on this no they're patenting it so they can fucking use it so sony do plan on using this yeah but at the same time it's the new framework for the ps5 it's it's going to appear but at the same time like this pattern could be go one or two ways one real nefarious straight up greedy as fuck two actual legitimate help uh this is the games industry we're talking about yeah i know but sony 
I said, if Sony have a fucking horse in this race, in a sense, like they get a percentage cut from the microtransaction, then yeah, it's going to be straight nefarious what they do. Of course they've got a percentage cut from the microtransaction. Well, that's the thing. Like, is it, do they get a percentage cut for the suggestion or do they get a percentage cut in general for the no, sale? No, they'll get, they'll get a percentage cut from the sale. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to get and that sale will, regardless. Yeah, they will absolutely do everything in their power to get people to look at the store. Mm. that's that's what they've like everyone who oh fucking i can't remember any examples at the moment goddamn but there are some examples of if there is the slightest inclination of a chance to get someone to look at the store you get them to look at the store mm. and that's the problem that's, like yeah i am i am not holding my breath in the sense of like i'm hoping they do good i am going to be not surprised i'm going to be more surprised if it is for legitimate help and microtransactions are not the forefront of this uh, system. So if they don't put microtransactions in the forefront of the system, that will be the surprising factor. That will be the part where I'm like, holy shit. But if they're like, hey, these people beat the boss wearing fucking, I don't know, star blazing shoes that fucking only have a cosmetic aspect to it, but they were wearing it when they beat it, so you better buy it. Like that's gonna suck a lot of people in, and yeah. that's that that is a straight nefarious system, and that is ninety percent probably what they're gonna use it for. Mm. I said like that the in-game resources may be downloadable content, add-ons, upgrades, items, tips, strategies, communal data, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they're basically saying, "Hey, look, it's two way. It comes in two ways. It's either like, hey, look, we're actually offering guides." Or we're offering microtransactions. There's, I feel like there's, I feel like there's no in between here. It's either got to be microtransactions front and center, or guides front and center. But yes, yeah, that's uh. Yeah. Well, we've already set our fucking assumptions. Yeah. Mm. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Mind you, fucking PlayStation Five comes out. I feel. If the PlayStation 5, when they reveal the PlayStation 5, I feel, and this is, this is a fucking, a, a fucking outlandish claim. Mm-hmm. I feel if Bloodborne 2 isn't set to release with the PlayStation 5, they are already like two steps back in this console race. That's what I feel. Right. I feel if Bloodborne 2 is not there with PlayStation 5, they are already handicapped. Well, what, what puts what puts uh, the Switch, or fucking the Switch or Xbox Scarlet as two Switch steps are ahead? Not, Switch are not in the... In well, the, yeah, uh, but that's the only Ninte- console Nintendo's got yeah, out but Nintendo's moment. console is not in straight competition with PlayStation yeah. or Xbox. Like Everyone who's going to buy a Switch already they, a Switch. they are the only part of the other market other than mobile phones. And what would you yeah. like? A fucking Switch or a mobile phone that plays games? Well, it's a faint phone game. But uh, yeah. I feel like with the lineup of... like PlayStation 5 needs bangers because reports have come out recently saying the console is going to be expensive. Yeah. Fucking expensive. Because they say they couldn't get the cost of building these things below 450 Now, when the PlayStation 4 came out, they were running at an $18 profit per sale. 
$18 per console was profit in every sale yeah, it was a pretty small when it first released. Margin. Yeah, very small profit margin. But if you think about it, like $18 times by like three, four million, that's a lot of millions. But, yeah. and then, but that's the thing, they get a lot of money. They don't get so much money up front because as the console generation goes on, the parts become cheaper and they become more efficient and they replace parts, et cetera, et cetera. That's why I have different versions of consoles, et cetera, et cetera. So mm. their profit margin is only going to go up the longer the console runs. Mm. And so like the PlayStation 4 sold, I think 22 million, I want to say, say 22 million uh, PS4 sales. Uh, that's not what I want. I know it's the second best selling console, uh, numbers. Give me numbers. Okay, I was a fucking undershooting that. A huge margin. Uh, 108.9 million console sales. Yep. Yeah, it's a couple. That is, that is a little more couple. So, obviously, so PlayStation 4. One, two, three, four. Fuck me. PlayStation are doing well. The top five consoles sold of all time number one being the playstation 2 second being the nintendo ds third being the game boy and game boy color fourth being the playstation 4 and fifth being the playstation they have three consoles in the top five nintendo having two yes, xbox yes. 360 is seventh so out of out of the top 10 consoles playstation has one two three four five five consoles in the top ten nintendo have one two three three xbox has one did i count that right one two three four five six seven eight nine ten yeah okay so playstation has five nintendo has wait one two three I, I feel like I'm fucking shitting the bed somewhere. Anyway, so PlayStation's doing very well for themselves. As I said, PlayStation 4 selling fucking 108.9 million consoles. Incredible. And when was the PlayStation 4 release? I don't know. It was released seven years ago. It's had a good run. Actually, less. It's about six and a half years. But yeah, but the PlayStation 5 still isn't out yet, so it could hit a seven-year run. Yeah. The thing is, like, if PlayStation 5 is what it says it is and it's backwards compatibility, I'm just going to sell my console before that shit comes out because trying to sell my PS4 after that, fucking have fun trying to do that. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should call it there since it did go on a little longer than uh, our podcast has been. Uh, Mm -hmm. What's going on the channel, guys? Lay it on me. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4 still going up. Uh, we can resume... Uh, well, we can take off the uh, unexpected hiatus of Death Stranding. You and I can also take... Um, whatchamacallit? Devil May Cry off uh, its unfortunate hiatus mm-hmm. that happened because of Star Wars. Uh, maybe eventually you and Jaden might get around to uh, taking Darksiders off its hiatus before mm-hmm. the heat death of the universe. Yeah. I would, I would Not like, holding to, my breath I would for that like one. to see Dark Pokemon's Siders. still going up? Yes, it is. Yep. 
and I think that's about it. We've got a bunch of new GSSBs out. So yeah. if you've ever thought about buying Battlefleet Gothic Armada 2, um, come fir- check it or out. Or Firmware 3. Or Firmware 3. Uh, yeah, check both of those games out. Or, or what Two. was it called? Vampire? Vampire's Origins. Yes. No, Vampire's Fall Origins. Yeah, or uh, that fucking, fucking shit. mess. Yeah, that's a fucking mess, all right. And all right, so yeah, check. As well. Yeah, code oh, yeah, Codevane. We still need more footage for that. Uh, too easy. All right, well, check us out on our YouTube. That's OzPlays, A-U-S space P-L-A-Y-S exclamation point, and come check out all our lovely content. And yeah, we'll catch you guys on next week. Catch us. Oh, my balls.